Hello storygoers, and welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Cartridge, the video game storytelling podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Eric Penrod. And I'm my other co-host, Ryan Bauer. Ryan, I think we've been, we were so thankful in November that it blinded us from making content for Tales for the whole month. <laughs> we were just so Except thankful. for the first week. Yeah, exactly. We were just so thankful that we then took the rest of the month. And didn't do any other work with for tales. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without saying anything to anyone. Yeah. Um, Which I think maybe happens every November. I think every November think that happens. Um, it Should we make it a tradition now so it's not weird? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, there's tons of podcasts. There's, there's a handful of podcasts that I listen to that from like the month of November to till the new year, they just like put out old episodes or you know what i mean so that's really you know, yeah I've, I've there's a handful of podcasts oh. i listen to that, that just do that because uh travel is hard people do traveling and then there's all just a lot it's just a busy time um it's a busy time it's a yeah. busy time of year not saying that that's something we're doing because we're putting on an episode right now Whew. um but it, you know things happen it's it's you it, know yeah. we're doing our best it wasn't our plan it wasn't planned i did i i we are working on stuff, which is cool. Yeah, as always. actively. You know, it's yeah, just exactly. Timetable. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's getting things to work, and like you, you, know, you went traveling for your yep. Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'll be traveling for my Christmas. Yeah. Um, so we'll see yeah. what happens in December. But yeah, we'll you know, do our best. again, we've we have like 122 episodes. Ton. So. Yeah, exactly. Ton to listen to. We've got some great plans for things coming out in December. Um, yeah. Hopefully, they will all work out, um, and we'll get all the magical, wonderful episodes we have. Um, but Ryan, how are you, and what have you been playing? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. It's been, the November felt like it flew by so fast. Um, yeah. With the holiday and with everything going on, it's a, it was a busy time. Uh, but I'm doing pretty well. It's, you know, it's 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 a really exciting time of year. The um, There's a f- certain set of um, uh, content creators that I watch who, like, the first two weeks of December, they just, like, stream nonstop and for, raise money for charity. So that's very exciting. So we kind of always have that that's on cool. the background. Um, and just kind of hanging out and enjoying the weekend. Um, just having a, Good. having a nice time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what I've been playing, uh, I've been, I, we, we just played earlier today some games of Heroes of the Storm, which is an old... Uh, but still going, uh, MOBA, <laughs> still featuring going, characters from a variety of Blizzard games, such as Warcraft, Starcraft, Diablo, and uh, Overwatch, uh, as well as some other other random guys thrown in there. And that's very fun. Um, I'm not a super competitive gamer person, but it is always very fun to play games with friends and just like really whoop on some folks, and more more than yeah. likely just get whooped on. Um, get whooped so, on, yeah. yeah. Fodder for other people's happiness. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so that's really fun, and it's just nice to play games with folks, uh, as always. Um, I've been playing, I just started playing earlier this week, Teardown. It is free on PlayStation. Um, it's which free? Is, yeah, it's free on PlayStation. Well, I mean, it's free like, oh my if, God. You, if you have a, like, a member or whatever. Um, so that's very oh, okay. exciting. Um, if you're, a, I think, I don't know, I don't know, the PlayStation marketing is so bad that I have no idea what the tiers are and what tier I am, but I have it. It's free. Yeah. So I downloaded it. Um, and it's really fun. It's like, it I has, a, it so bad. it's, it's really good. And it's like, it has this really nice, like first, you know, hour of setup that's really methodical and you're just like breaking stuff and planning stuff and you have like a minute to like 
make it all happen and it's very very fun and very satisfying when you get it right i've been like bashing my head against the level for like a day um trying to figure out how to get everything in one run um but it's very very fun and like the physics are just a great time like after i finished playing the other day uh, my partner just jumped on in sandbox mode and just like leveled a town and had a wonderful time. Um, so it's very fun. It has some very nice uh, physics. That's so cool. Um, so that's fun. And then, um, bo- I don't know if this was, I don't know if I talked about this last time. I, um, I needed a Switch game to play, or not a Switch, a Steam Deck game to play because my partner's been like really into Fallout. So she's been playing a ton of Fallout. So I wanted a game to play on the Steam Deck while I'm hanging out down there. So I started playing Graveyard Keeper, which is like kind of like. Um, Stardew Valley, but you're a you 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 like run a morgue in a graveyard, and people drop off their dead bodies, and you like put them in the ground, or you know extract their parts to make zombies to do like work for you. It's it's wild. It's very oh, wow. fun. It's 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 got like a very like cozy game vibe, but with like this really dark and weird um background, and like the church is a big part of the game, and you like run a church. Uh, it's a whole thing. It's very fun. It's oh, very wow. it's very chill and it like sounds interesting. Scratches the like little management e um, like cozy game vibe. Um, although I haven't played it as much, um, just because uh, it it doesn't feel as the perfect time of year as like late October um, when I was yeah. playing it before. Yeah. But all that to be said, I'm doing great. Eric, how are you? What have you been playing? I'm good. I don't think I told you this, but I got my first earring the other day. What? That's amazing. Um, I know. I don't think I told you. I, I don't know if you can see it. It's a con. Oh, I got really close to the microphone. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get close to you right now. I'll stop talking. It's right. Oh, that's super cool. It's a story goes, you can't see it, but I mean, I'll post a, a random image of my just by one ear. <laughs> yeah. I, got a, I got a conch piercing. That's um, very cool. Which was cool. I took my part, my, my uh, fiance and I, uh, she's got a bunch of piercings a couple months ago and she's in like one to get more. So I surprised her. I had set up an appointment. We just went, she had no idea. We showed up at a, this, this, uh, piercing slash tattoo place I've been to before for a tattoo. Yeah. And, uh, just, we got conscious and everyone's like, Oh, it's, I went last. I, I, I my fiance went first. And so she got hers done and she didn't flinch, but she's also very brave and strong yeah. and I'm not. And so yeah. I was like, okay, okay, all right, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, they're like, don't worry, it's not gonna feel. You're not gonna feel anything. And you know, everyone's talking. I always hear people because like lobes are the biggest things you get pierced, right? And they're not a big deal to get pierced, and it's not that painful. It doesn't yeah. feel anything. Yeah. So then, I, I got the piercing, and it hurt more than I was anticipating. It's like <laughs> kind of, it's kind of one of those moments. Like I didn't move. I didn't like, like you know making jarring movements of pain, but it was one of those moments where like you're in your own head, like oh that didn't that, feel great. That you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That stings. Um, <laughs> and I, my ear was just my my fiance's ear was just kind of fine. It stopped yeah. bleeding very yeah. fast. My ear just would not stop. <laughs> it actually got bruised. I actually had a bruise inside oh, the no. ear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was cool. But it's a lot better now. It's a lot of fun. This is kind of cool. I don't know if I think I'll ever get another piercing again. I just kind of yeah. wanted to say I I did. Just yeah, for the that's fun very of it. cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it was fun. It was fun to kind of push myself and, and do that. I never thought I would ever get a piercing, so here we are, and it was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I'm good. And That's I heard my mom cool. came to visit me this weekend, and it was great. We watched a, a, a documentary on Jared Fogle, and it was horrifying uh, <laughs> to hear the subway guy just say horrible, horrible things. Yeah. It was very yeah. jarring and bad. But um, So yeah. <laughs> but other than that, everything's great. Uh, as for what I'm playing, I'm still playing so much Fortnite. 
Th- wasn't um, there just a huge thing that happened like yesterday? Yesterday, the Eminem concert. It was. I. I think I. Maybe I'm just not the right demographic. It was fine. So they, it, there's a moment in the game where it, it, they're essentially like kind of like they, they the OG map came back. It gets nuked. And then you kind of see all the different possibilities of all the all the things they're bringing into Fortnite this season. It's like all oh, these universes. So Lego's gonna be in Fortnite now. Yeah. Um, what is it called? Uh, not I don't think it was Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels or um, what's the was it Hot Wheels? I don't know. It was some racing thing. It was either Hot Wheels or uh, what's the the soccer game? Rocket League. The Rocket League. I think it was Rocket League actually. Um, racing and then. Uh, then Eminem shows up and like plays a very very short concert where it's little Eminem singing a song and then it's big Eminem playing a song, um, <laughs> and that part was not as cool as I thought it was really hyped up to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was fine. I did buy the real Slim Shady emote. Uh, <laughs> I I have always been against being toxic, but then every time I see someone in an Eminem skin and I I beat them, I play the song, and it's very toxic <laughs> behavior. That's pretty. That's really not healthy. Yeah. Um, but it is oddly satisfying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Fortnite, and then you know, and now the new season starts today. I haven't played it yet, but I I need to play it before I go to bed because I'm very excited for it. There's a lot of changes. It's it, they've changed this game radically this season. It sounds like so. It's very cool. Um, I beat Spider Man two, woo, which was cool. Um, and I just beat the remastered Spider-Man one and I want to go on record. I said this before on the podcast and I will go on record and I will always, I will always admit fault or, or, you know, or, or, you know, double down what I said, having played the original PS4 Spider-Man, I was very much in the camp of like, why did you change Peter's face? This is weird. He looks like Tom Holland now. It's not, doesn't feel good. But after feeling, after playing the Spider-Man remaster and Spider-Man two, I I'm that my headspace has changed now. Like I've now that I've played the story as this one face through the two games, I I'm I'm bored. Like I can see it. It works for me now. Yeah. Um so it's it was cool. Um I'm now I, I actually platinum both both games. Oh, so both cool. games have been platinumed and yeah. we go and do the DLC for it too and platinum those. Um so yeah, but they're they're fine. I I think the Spider-Man games are great. They're like the net like the next best thing, if not better. Honestly, uh, I hate saying that, but better than the Arkham series. Like the Arkham series did such a great job for that kind of flowing combat system, and then Spider-Man took it and just really like polished it. Yeah. And man, traversing in Spider-Man Two feels amazing. It just feels so good. And actually, going back to Spider-Man One Remaster, when you start. It is like excruciatingly slow. Like <laughs> yeah. it is so painful to swing through New York City in Spider-Man Remaster because it's just really slow. And you do speed up eventually, right? And it gets good, and it's not a big deal. But yeah. don't go from two to one. Like it just doesn't <laughs> take some time, and then you know you'll kind of lose that sensation of how fast you're supposed to be going. Um, but yeah, both great games. I think I Insomniac can do no wrong, right? I don't think I don't think either would ever be game of the year material and we'll get to that later but i think as in terms of games themselves the gameplay is fantastic like Spider-Man gameplay is very fun it's just fun to i like the feeling of like when a crime is happening and i want to go do something else or start the story like i feel compelled to go stop the crime which i feel like is a good is them doing a good job of me being making me spider-man or making me feel like i'm spider-man you know what i mean like yeah yeah I don't, yeah, and I don't feel that a whole lot. Like, I think the other game that I really felt that was maybe Infamous. Infamous, like, when I was a hero in Infamous, it made me feel like I needed to be a hero and, like, do the side things that came up or 
make sure I stop the bad guys even when I didn't want to necessarily. And that's what's so great about Spider-Man, I think. But anyway, whole other topic for another time. Uh, and then we're playing Hots. We're playing Heroes of the Storm, which is fun. I'm not good at MOBAs at, by any means. Yeah. Um, but I always want to be. I, want, I play League. I'm awful at League. But I love the character design and the art of League of Legends. And I feel like that's like kind of like my main thing with those kinds of games is the art direction and i mean i mean it's hard get, say what you will about blizzard right and rightfully so yeah for sure but especially for me in overwatch man nothing beats the game design of overwatch like those character designs in that game just oh man i was thinking about the other day and how i think it's 2016 is the only year that and one of the only years if not the only year where a multiplayer game won game of the year and that was overwatch yeah I think it was 2016 and I just like I thought about how much I was so excited for Overwatch and how special that time was playing that game it was such a special time playing that game there was nothing else like it it was just so it sounds lame to say it kind of so magical of a game yeah it truly was it captured yeah it did such a great job of capturing that magic even like folks who like I'm not super into into first person shooter especially competitive games like it, it just was it was really wonderful I mean it was and the 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 art design and the like animations that went with it were like yes, master class in mm-hmm. uh, and every time they released a short even when I stopped playing Overwatch anytime they'd release a short I would like take the time to stop and watch it and re-engage with that yeah. universe because it was such good storytelling and such good um cinematics that yeah is is really wonderful. Yeah, it's just that game is so special and then I don't know. Like, see again. Like, people have differing opinions on Overwatch too. I really feel like it's not. It it holds a little bit of the magic, but I feel like that's more nostalgia than it is the actual magic of itself. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I think that like they just released a new character. I forget Magua. I forget his name. Uh, he's been referenced in the game a yeah. gazillion times. Pretty much, he just looks character. like Maui from. Uh, he does from uh, that movie that I can't remember. That one movie. That's very the, good. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's what is a that great movie? movie? I don't know. I'm Mo- Moana. 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 Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Moana. Yeah. Great movie. Like great movie. Great movie. Yeah. Better than Frozen. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah, a hot take. I would agree. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just I and, and honestly again going back to Overwatch. Overwatch has such a great art direction that that character's art style and direction that game. A part of me was getting pulled back into wanting to play it again because it's just yeah. so. There's something about that game that's just so gripping. Yeah. Um, but again, like it's just, I don't know. It's it's lost some of the flair. I think all the changes that happened, there, I, there probably never should have been Overwatch two. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just wasn't what it was, and all the promises that happened that didn't fall through. And then Jeff Kaplan, I think his name was the original game director yeah, left. Jeff. And he, I miss yeah. Jeff. He, me too. His in our, especially around this time of year, he would do his essentially his Yule log streams. Yule log. Hours of just him sitting at a campfire, and maybe something would happen at like hour yeah. six. Just like the humor and engagement that was just so special and magical and fun. Um, yep. Yeah. I, I would. I would be if he came back as a, the director of Overwatch Two. Uh, yeah, I would actually be really excited to jump back in again. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I, he got out at the right time. Honestly, yeah. like yeah. he probably and, saw and, the writing I, on the wall. Yeah. 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 And I. I I was really worried of all the things happening at Blizzard. I was worried about someone coming out with something against him. I was like, that would be really would have, oh, you know, all these horrible 
all, all these horrible men at the company doing all these horrible things. Please don't let Jeff be, be one of those people. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, please yeah. let Jeff be actually a good person that you think he is. <laughs> yeah, you know what sounds, I mean? And it sounds like I don't yeah. think there was any accusations against him. So yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think so either. Yeah, that these people who you end up like caring about and connecting with because you see them in the community, you you hope that they're not a part of that nonsense. And yeah, I hope yeah, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Overwatch, come back. Yeah, just maybe. cancel. Just stop Overwatch two and just come back to. Overwatch. I mean, maybe. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple years, like five years, they come out Overwatch three, recapture all the nostalgia of Overwatch one, and you know what I mean. And then you got this magic again, uh, kind of like yeah. what they do with Diablo every few years or every five years or whatever. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Or, or StarCraft. Who knows Warcraft? It's been years and years and years. We'll see. That's true. That's true. I just drop the numbers, go back to the main game, and just keep making it special. Like, yeah. I thought Destiny 2 would be Destiny again at this point, personally. Yeah, I... we'll see. <laughs> we'll see about <laughs> that. We'll see. If we... Too soon? Too soon? <laughs> we'll see. No, no. I mean, they oh, just okay. released a dungeon. Uh, we don't need to go into this too long, but they just released a dungeon <laughs> this weekend, and it's apparently like the cool, like it's in an old stone castle, and it's like the coolest oh. dungeon that's ever. It's like so it's it's this whole thing where like everyone like hates like the developers are doing shitty stuff, the company's doing shitty yeah. stuff, and then they come out with like really incredible content that is really exciting and cool, and it's like oh well, like there was a, a bunch of controversy because there was like a starter pack or something that came yes. with like yeah, three exotics and some stuff, and it was like twenty something dollars or thirty dollars exactly, and it had a bunch of exotics that are, are kind of hard to get now, or at least would take some time and. Like a lot of the really uh, important uh, content creators for Destiny, like Data, were like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" Oh, sorry, what the heck are yeah. you guys doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was just like, yeah, it's uh, it's a bummer. Uh, it's a bummer. Um, but yeah. you know, they got to get their act together too. And uh, I mean, or they're gonna fall, fall like fail as a company because they're having financial troubles. That's true. It's um, sad to see that Bungie struggling. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was it, some, something was mismanaged there because they they got a ton of PlayStation money, um, and I don't yeah. know what happened. So well, who knows? Business is weird. We're, it is, and again, not to get into it, weeds. It's just we're. I think we're in, in a real interesting time in video games right now, where like we are getting such amazing games, but the the need for companies to make money on these amazing games are is bleeding through into the transactions so like street fighter 6 i don't know if you heard about the the controversy with that also street fighter 6 just released or either either just released or is about to release their next outfit pack so each character gets an outfit each of the of the base game characters gets an outfit um but if you buy the all the skins for the characters it will cost you roughly 120 dollars for all the skins yeah. um and they come in like pa- different packs so you have to like kind of buy everything if you want everything and yeah. you have to buy all the packs to get that and it costs roughly 120 bucks if i remember correctly yeah. um which is just like it's more than the base game like, like these like 12 ish skins cost more than the game itself which is just and, and that's companies trying to make back their money because it takes so much time to make games now. So it's like we're in this weird transition period of like eventually something is going to break. Yeah. Some kind of model is going to break here. And I'm yeah. very curious what that will be because there will be some detriment to games that I think people will be really upset about. But like I don't think this I don't think this is going to keep going. The way no, it is. I mean, I think we're in it. They're only going to like charging more for games to then make that money back and not have to do it that way. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, speaking on that, like, yeah, some destiny just released a, they're doing like a Witcher destiny, like yeah. pairing and to buy all three of the skins for the three classes is more than like 
every Witcher game that has ever came out, if you wanted to buy it, you could buy, like, these three skins for your three characters, or you could buy the entirety of all the Witcher game content that has ever been out, right? Like, it's... Because they're, oh like, 20, God, 20, they're 20 bucks a piece for each skin. So, like, your Titan skin, $20. Warlock skin, $20. Hunter skin, $20. You can spend $60 and get, like, The Witcher 3 and all the expansions, The Witcher 2 and Witcher 1. Um, so it's wow. just nonsense. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and again, that just goes into it, right? Like, and that's the that's the thing I struggle with with Overwatch the most. Going back to Overwatch really fast, is that like the skins are amazing. In that game, I loved all the skins, but I'm only seeing their hands the majority of the time. So like, yeah. it just feels really <laughs> silly yeah. to me to buy these skins that I I don't really get to see a whole lot of. Where like again, going comparison to Fortnite, I'm in third person the whole time. I get yeah. to ha- enjoy seeing my the skins that you buy, and those yeah. are also expensive too. Like the hundred percent. That's I. Overwatch is probably the game I put the most money into ever. Yeah. Like, as I, I always took, like, I was like I, that weird person that took, like, pride in not buying anything in a game. Like, I've never bought anything in this game, even though I want to buy everything. <laughs> um, yeah. And now with Overwatch, I remember with the Fortnite, I, I have bought many a skin now. and But I love being able to see the skins in motion and not just the hands. It just yeah. doesn't work that way, I don't think. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's weird, weird times in games. Weird, weird times, times in games. games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which makes it perfect for this episode because we're talking about game of the year, <laughs> <laughs> right? And the game yards, which are game awards, which is also like a weird thing, a weird thing that mm-hmm. exists. This weird, like the game awards, brought to you by like Mountain Dew, right? It's such a Mountain weird. <laughs> it's game awards brought to Doritos. you by like AT and T. Yeah, it's a weird. A- yeah. Yeah. It's such a weird. Uh, I mean, it's. I guess it's. It's just like a decade or so behind, or a couple decades behind movies, right? Which are, are, are yeah. similarly marketed like crazy. It's it's gonna be a while. I I kind of I, I low key hope just and hear me out. Not to make the <laughs> not to not to put it in a weird direction here. But I kind of hope like in the in the attempt of Joe Biden trying to be relevant for younger people just shows up like, hey everyone, welcome to the game. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> the game <laughs> <laughs> so he, he's like super confused. Like, wait, yeah. where are we? <laughs> I played Pong once. It was great. All right, here's George Keenly. <laughs> that would be actually. So like really funny, really funny. So bad that it would be <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I think. Oh, you know, what? we'll get it. Let's do our spiel and then get into the yeah, game yeah, awards. Yeah, I have okay. things to say. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Storygoers, we hope you enjoyed our last episode of uh, worst foods in games because uh, we had nothing else out that month, and that's okay. Hopefully, it's okay. okay. Yeah. Hope you don't hate us. Um, it's actually a really funny side note that we when we put out less episodes in a month because we're busy or things happen, we end up getting more people. Uh, following us at least on spotify that i see they're probably uh, then when we put out more things in a month we lose more people yeah they're wondering yeah, what reason. we're up to so they're like following us right? they want to say, <laughs> <I know>. I, <laughs> just checking out yeah uh as always you can email your thoughts feelings and perspectives to tales from the cartridge at gmail.com all the e's are threes you can also find us on our social media by leaving a voicemail or text at 207-494-4334 or answering our poll question down below if you're listening to us on Spotify, and we will answer all those in a future episode. Uh, you can also, if you feel it in your heart of heart, to donate to our Patreon. Uh, we have exclusive scripts as well as exclusive episodes up right now. We have the full episode, uh, or we have the, yeah, the full episode, the full entirety of Little Nightmares from episodes one through four, parts one through four all in one big chunk, so you don't have to keep listening to the intros four times and the outros four times. Um, And we also have Pokemon Yellow parts one through five all together as well. And that's exclusively on our Patreon, just for $1. If you're interested, and if not, cool. If you listen to us on 
whatever platform you're listening to us on, that's also fantastic as well. Um, speaking of which, if you want to rate us on Apple or Spotify or whatever you're listening to, if you have a rating system there, that'd be fantastic. Five stars is, man, it just makes us feel all giddy. Ryan, do you feel giddy when we get five stars? So giddy, yeah. So giddy. <laughs> the little pause for a second it was really funny. It's like, ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but today we will be going over the game of the year. Is that special moment, that special time of year where we all come together and we celebrate games. Uh, we, we try to Our move past bit. the toxicity of what will yeah, <laughs> the, the toxicity of games uh, and, and come together to decide which one is the best one of all of them. Uh, and then if we <laughs> and then we, if we have time, we'll be doing a character wheel, which is really fun. So and if not, I'm cutting that out. So you'll never hear that part ever. So yeah, <laughs> uh, but our oh, actually, Ryan, you want to jump in and, and, and kind of say what our plan is for the game of year. Uh, for the game award, yeah. we're going through the game awards list, and we're going to pick game what, sorry, awards. Yeah, my bad, my bad. So we're going to be going through. There's going to be. It's kind of going to be a two parter, but the second part might be a Patreon exclusive. Uh, mm-hmm. But for the part one, for this part, which is still a full DLC episode, we're going to kind of go through all of the categories that we recognize anything in, and then deciding or making a prediction about like what we think will win, and then like for us personally, which one we think should win, whether it's yeah. there or not, we can we can throw it in there. Um, we'll go through them all. We'll go through all the categories and uh, just kind of make some predictions, and then maybe in the future there'll be another episode that with we reflect on how wrong or correct we were and talk about <laughs> some of our games of the year yeah yeah and really really it'll be an episode of pointing out how we were right and everyone else is wrong um yeah because yeah. first off jeff how dare you not invite us to vote on okay. the game awards yeah you know we may be small but we are mighty um mm-hmm. not really influential mighty just more like we can probably lift a decent amount physically and i feel like that yeah 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 yeah, I feel like that can be a really good thing. Anyway, yeah. that, that's besides the point. Yes, <laughs> Jeff, let us vote. Come on. Um, but no, I think we start. Yeah, start from the bottom. Working up to game of the year, pointing out which ones we think is going to be the the winner, and uh, and go from there and see what happens with that. So, without further ado, Ryan, do you want to start us on our first one? Do you want to go from the bottom at the? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Take turns. Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Um, so we're going to start off with most anticipated game. So this is All the, game, those- the, the game that. Go ahead. Oh, all the esports and content creator people, we're skipping oh, those. We <laughs> we're too old for that stuff. We don't know any of that stuff. <laughs> Write in and yep. let us know who should win, and then we will add that prediction. That'll be an official uh, official uh, Tales from the Cartridge prediction. You write us in and tell us who should win. Um, yep. But we're going to start with Most Anticipated, which is a very fun category. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good way to start. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, uh, which is, again, the sequel to Final Fantasy VII uh, the new one does it have a does it have a remake. different title? Is it just called remake? Five Nights at remake. Yeah. Hades two, uh, oh. like a dragon, infinite oh. wealth, uh, which is uh, like a dragon. What what is the that used to be called I... something else? Yakuza. That used to be called Yakuza. Oh, um, that's right, that's right. Yeah, it used to be called Yakuza, but they've re- renamed it like a dragon. Star Wars Outlaws, and then Tekken eight. So an interesting yeah. group of games here. Um, some I am certainly more excited for than others. Me too. There's so personally, if I what I want to, and there's two here that really stand out to, to me personally: Rebirth, Final Fantasy Rebirth, and Hades yeah. Two are the, my big two. But thinking 
I would love to see Hades 2 take it, personally, because Hades is one of my all-time favorite games. But knowing the games industry and how much of a wave... I mean, both Hades 1 and Final Fantasy 7 Remake both made big waves. I just think that something tells me that the Game Awards will give it to Rebirth as the winner. I don't think Outlaws mm-hmm. will take it. I don't think Tekken 8 will take it. I don't think like a Dragon will take it, even though all three are very much anticipated. I, I think it would be between Hades and Final Fantasy. I would love Hades to win, but I think it will be Final Fantasy 7, personally. What yeah, do you think? I think I, I, I would like Hades to win. That is definitely my favorite of, yeah. of these games here. I think um, I've, I've not played Final Fantasy 7 of any form. Um, or really many of the Final Fantasies at all. Um, but um, there is a lot of excitement about what they're doing for that franchise in a really interesting yeah. way. So I wouldn't be surprised if they win. I, I definitely would, would prefer Hades 2 to win. Um, but yeah, I think I think it could go either way. Which, yeah, you have to pick. Sorry, not to be that person, Ryan, but you kind of have to well, that's pick. That's fair. Him. Okay. I, I think <laughs> Hades 2 is going to win. That's what I Ooh. say. Ooh. Okay, we usually don't disagree on a lot of things. That's actually kind of cool. I know. I Star Wars Outlaws is growing on me a little bit. I think it is look does look really interesting, um, but I'm also kind of just yeah. <laughs> my name like that. Ryan spell my name W E I C. I love it. So Wick. incorrect. Uh, Wick. I think I think Outlaws does look really cool. Um, but I feel like it has a lot to prove. For me, at least for me personally, after Jedi Survivor, again, Jedi Survivor is not a bad game, but it just really did not hit the way Jedi Fallen Order hit for me. It was not did you what I wanted. Did you finish Survivor? I did. Did you did you finish Survivor? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah? Oh, okay. Yeah, I also did. Yeah, I, I don't know if we ever talked about it, but uh, we, yeah. should, we should talk about it sometime. Yeah, I agree. It did not hit in the same way. Uh, no, it was very different. Yeah. Yeah, I think I had a better plot in my mind. I forgot what it was, <laughs> but I, I think I feel like I almost feel like because we do tales, I had this weird high and mighty like, I like to write narratives of things that already have narratives, so I can think of a better one, you know, kind of thing. Um, I had a, yeah. a narrative in my mind that I thought would fit better. I'll think of it and talk to you about it. Maybe we'll do an episode yeah. on Patreon. We'll do all the episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the extra exactly. ones. On Put Patreon. everything behind a paywall. <laughs> one dollar or nothing, <laughs> except for the other hundred episodes. Um, yeah. But no, I think Outlaws has a lot to prove. But but again, just for me, and I don't know, maybe for other people too. I think there's a reason because also spoiler alert. Survivor is not on Game of the Year. It's not getting nominated for Game of the Year, and I think there's a reason for that. But yeah, uh, and I'm actually excited for Tekken Eight. I I love fighting games. Tekken's never been a fighting game I love, but Tekken Eight. There's something about it that is drawing me in. I'm actually really excited for it. But again, fighting games are such a niche. There's I I highly just the fact that it's nominated is already a huge win for the fighting game community. Tekken Eight will never win, though. I I, I would be shocked if it if it won. Personally, and like a dragon, I don't know anything about yeah. Yakuza games. Honestly, I'm being real yeah. with you. I know they're very yeah. popular. People love them. Just... People really love yeah. them. But yeah, I have no. You know, I think this might be the first. This might be the very first Game Awards where Legend of Zelda wasn't on the most anticipated. Oh my god! Yeah, because for for years and years and years since the Game Awards starts, I feel like I either had Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom was on this list and won every single year. Yeah, so it's because it was like in development on. for like five years. There's seven yeah, years or something yeah, like that. Sure. The longest development yeah. cycle for, which yeah. is wild yeah. too. Side note, mm-hmm. oh, we can we, we make we all talk about this another time. The Zelda movie being live action, I think, is is worrying me. But I keep talking about that another time. That's not that has nothing to do with this. I just wanted to say that out loud. <laughs> uh, just, I just wanted to vent my 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 fear out loud. Um, if anyone uh, 
hasn't watched it, there's someone on YouTube, I forget the name of the person, but if you Google it, you'll find it. Someone made a uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time movie, a short little film in the style of like Studio Ghibli. And it's really cool. It's very beautiful. And man, after, after hearing that Zelda would be live action and then seeing the Studio Ghibli-esque short movie of Ocarina of Time, it's like, no, please don't do this. I don't want to see... I don't want to see Tom Holland be linked and run around. I just, I can't, you know, I need to see it. I need to see an animation or nothing else, you know, like, but that's not the point. Sorry. We're moving on. Next category. Next category. Best adaptation. That is, and the nominations are Castlevania Nocturne. Nocturne? Right? Yeah. Yeah, Nocturne's right. Yeah, Nocturne. Yeah. Gran Turismo, The Last of Us, Super Mario Bros. Movie, and Twisted Metal. If, the standout to me, Ryan, is Last of Us and Mario. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 Grand Turismo, whatever. Twisted Metal, I heard, I heard was fine. I heard fine. Grand Turismo was bad. I heard Twisted Metal oh, was like, much you? better than you did. I heard Grand Turismo was actively bad. And I've heard Twisted oh. Metal was like, so much better than it has any right to be. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm okay. not saying what I've heard is correct. That's just You heard it here, folks. Ryan is very adamant that <laughs> Grand Turismo <laughs> is garbage. That's his perspective only. <laughs> Not just the movie, but all of the games in the entire franchise. Just bad. It's bad. Um, I mean, and everyone loves Castlevania, the anime on uh, Netflix, and I haven't watched. I, it. I this, this this is different than the other series, I think. Yes, new. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched. I love the other series. I have not watched this. I'll have to check it out. I I don't. I think I actively do not have a Netflix subscription, which I really need to. Same get again because there is a show out that i'm super interested and excited to watch that i haven't had a chance to do so yet scott pilgrim yeah have you heard what what have you heard the twist of it no but i i haven't heard the twist i know there's a twist i everyone yeah i haven't heard it yet but i need to watch it so i I love the movie i love the movie i never read it actually surprisingly yeah i need to i need to watch it so bad but i think it's it's, uh, it's something something meta i don't know it is it is yeah it's it's i we don't need to get. I've read the. I read the comics and really enjoyed them. Watched them. Really enjoyed them. There are certain things that I feel really strongly about about Scott Pilgrim and what it's trying to say. And uh, essentially, I won't spoil anything. But somebody a review was like, the movie is as if the Edgar Wright went to therapy and then rewrote the show, or rewrote wow. the story. That's actually uh, really cool. Super okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm very excited. I mean. I, yeah. So then, going back to the list. Sorry, going back to the list. Going back to um, we're very rambly today. We haven't we haven't obviously we haven't, we haven't talked much in November. So now we're just going on a yeah. rant, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> is, this is what it is. You got you, when it's a DLC episode, you know what it's going to be. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, The Last of Us was so polarizing, and everyone's claiming it's kind of like the best game adaptation. Like the, the, that's the, this is the adaptation that really has set us on the path of adaptations for games into yeah. other media, and it was great. I and mean, I. I wept. I abs- I absolutely wept for um, in the third episode, and I loved the changes that it made. It did a great job. Um, but then you know I saw the Mario movie in theater, and that was fantastic too. And it, it took its own liberties, and it all paid off. Um, Chris Pratt was not as bad as I thought it was going to be, right? And everyone was really <laughs> down on that because uh, Jack. Yeah. I think Jack Black did fantastic in in that as well. Um, but I honestly, I think because of if I'm thinking. If I'm thinking in terms of the game industry, 
And actually, my feelings also, I think The Last of Us deserves it more. Yeah, I, I think I think I, or I think it'll win. I think it should win and will win. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I completely agree. I think like I, I, it's hard for me to say I have only seen The Last of Us on this list. Um, mm, I've heard the Marvel movie is very good and very exciting. I haven't heard anything great about Grand Turismo. I've actually heard actively bad things. Haven't heard anything about Castlevania. Um, and Twisted Metal, I heard, is better than it has any right to be with what it is. Um, yeah. But Last of Us, yeah, I watched and really enjoyed and was very good and did a really good job of capturing the feeling of that universe and of that that narrative. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one thing with animation. Like, not saying animation's easy by any means. That is definitely not what I'm saying because it's, it's not easy. Um, but I think capturing that magic, when you have kind of more control over what it looks like in terms of like animation right you design the characters what they look like and it's really the voices that come through and that's really important so i feel like but i feel like comparatively to the last of us which is live action you really have to set that tone and you can work within the context of the world looks like right and just the the makeup and how real it felt and how scary it felt and the liberties that it took it honestly amplified the story a lot comparatively in my opinion comparatively to the games yeah, for I sure. just think the last best really deserves the recognition and deserves the win in this category, personally. For sure. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. All right, next one. Uh, best multiplayer, uh, best Woo. multiplayer games. We have five nominees: uh, Baldur's Gate Three, Diablo Four, Party Animals, Street Fighter, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Uh, I've only I didn't realize that Baldur's Gate was a multiplayer game. Oh yeah, it's fully online, fully co-op. Yeah, you can play. Wow. You can play it fully with another person. Um, I've played it with uh, a bunch with my partner. I played it a little bit with a that's little right. bit with Dave. Um, yeah, it is. It is fully. Oh, that's right. And yeah, and the multiplayer experience is like really fun and interesting. Like they've done a really good job of not to just only talk about Baldur's Gate. Of like, if you're in a narrative conversation, the other person can join and listen in, and they can vote on which choice they want you to pick, and you can ignore yeah. that or choose that. Um, and there's some really cool stuff there. Um, but yeah, so it is, I, I don't know if I would, I don't know if like it is when I think of multiplayer, because I'm old, I think of like co-op <laughs> multiplayer, like party games or like, yeah, like yep. that is like truly made to be played multiplayer. I don't know if that's Baldur's Gate, but it is a very fun multiplayer experience. I, I would really love to sit down and start to finish, um, play, uh, continue to play multiplayer and play it, it more multiplayer because I think it's like really fun to play around in that space and to 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 syn- um, synergize and make interesting choices. Um, so yeah, Baldur's yeah. Gate three, Diablo four, um, Party Animals I haven't played but but looks incredibly fun. Yeah. Um, Street Fighter six. I I unfortunately am not super dialed into the f- fighting scene, but I've heard like. Of all the fighting games, this is like one of the most accessible. Um, and then Super Mario Wonder is like it seems like a very fun and very wild and interesting two D multiplayer experience, but I haven't experienced it myself. Yeah, yep. I think I mean Mario Wonder is always it's like it's like the the default to me and the idea like you're you're good. It's Mario. It's gonna be Mario with a few differences. It's gonna be fun and you kind of know it. Whereas mm-hmm. like. I guess I'm kind of seeing, like, it's a celebration of the, the best games, right? So I feel like Mario doesn't necessarily deserve that title because it's kind of like the, again, like the default, which sounds like a negative. It sounds like I'm putting it down. I'm not trying to. But like, if you're playing a, a, a really deep, like, 
a really deep experience of a game like Baldur's Gate 3, even like Diablo 4, I, and that's multiplayer and you can experience that with someone else, I feel like that has to be probably the one that's going to be celebrated the most. I would love to see Street Fighter 6 win, but again, fighting games don't typically win these things. It's just great that it got nominated. Um, yeah. Sad to see not. I didn't. I'm sad to see Mortal Kombat One didn't make it. I'm a little surprised by that, but again, it had a lot of problems too. But and I love Party Animals. I've seen people play Party Animals online. It's on YouTube. and It's really funny. Really funny to watch. Very creative. But like comparatively, it's almost like it's like taking different puddings and then putting like an, an amazing two amazing pies next to these puddings and be like all right which is the best dessert and granted you may like pudding <laughs> a lot so you'll pick that but i think overall yeah. people would pick those pies um yeah. that being Baldur's yeah. gate diablo do you like this metaphor or is it really confusing yeah no that i think that makes complete sense the the okay. experiences are so much more in depth there's so much more depth to those experiences yeah um between those two versus the others um which again multiplayer doesn't necessarily have to be you know there doesn't have to be a ton of depth and intensity to it, but I think mm-hmm. that certainly um, those experiences are sometimes more meaningful if that's you know what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do you have a do you have a one you think it will win over the others or? <laughs> it's hard. I think if, if if my lens is multiplayer, I think I'm going to go with Diablo because I think mm. that game is so suited to just kind of. Like it's 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 just like a chatting game. The gameplay itself is really fun and exciting, but it's a little bit more passive. So it's a really great game to just kind of do something with another person. You're just kind of chatting, and you're yeah. like, oh, I got this cool thing. Let me you know take some time to you know get this build really cool. Um, but it is a much more passive kind of. We're just gonna chat while we play this thing. Where Baldur's Gate is like really intensive experience, and I think there's really something magical to playing Baldur's Gate with other people because you're like making these decisions that have these like really wild ramifications, and like if you decide just to be kind of silly, you're gonna get a really wildly different experience. And mm-hmm. I've played like Act One probably five times because that's the like because I play it with I like my partner and I started that have started Act One three times. I played it with Dave, and then I played a little bit on my own. And every time, it's been like incredibly different in how it plays yeah. out. And it, when you're playing with somebody, you have like totally different experiences. Um, and I also think it's uh, it, it's it's more manageable for my brain in multiplayer because I don't have to control four people. Uh, but I think I think Diablo feels more like uh, built for multiplayer experience. Yeah, yeah. I I am torn between Baldur's Gate and Diablo, but I think. I think everything you're saying is valid with Diablo. I think it makes more sense. But I think with, and this isn't very fair, but after looking at the whole list of all the games, I'm leaning more towards Baldur's Gate winning this category. Because I feel like Baldur's yeah. Gate oh, will I win think the win majority sure. of categories. Yeah. I yeah. think I I think yeah. I would, I would want Street Fighter Six to win personally. Yeah. Or Party Animals, honestly. But I think, I think Baldur's Gate 3 will win. I think it'll win the majority of categories. Yeah. Including this one, I think it's gonna. It really set a precedence, but yeah. Anyway, I think Baldur's Gate three will win. <laughs> For sure, I think I I personally have had more fun multiplayer playing Diablo because I've played more of it. I think Baldur's Gate for sure is gonna win. I completely. You think you will? Okay, yeah. So we both yeah. think, yeah. Are you, which one do you want to win? You think? I think I'd rather Diablo win just because yeah. I've had more fun. I mean, actually, honestly, I'd probably want Party Animals to win because I think it. Yeah, it, me too. Those types of games need more, um, more to be seen. Like, I don't think Diablo or Baldur's Gate needs this win for anything. I think Party Animals winning would like would change that studio's life. Um, so, like, I would yeah. rather them win. 
Um, but uh, I, I I have had the most fun in the multiplayer experience with with Diablo. I think Baldur's Gate is probably gonna win. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I would love to see Party as one or again Street Fighter Six for me personally. But um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we're skipping over best sports slash racing because uh, we don't play those. So if you do, good for you. You have a better inkling than we do. Hopefully your game wins. Uh, the next category is the best sim slash strategy game, and the nominations are Advanced Wars 1 and 2, Reboot Camp, Cities, Skylines 2, Company of Heroes 3, Fire Emblem Engage, and Pikmin 4. I haven't played any of these, um, but I've seen a little bit of, of a few of them. I think, man, if it wasn't for the, the, rough, the yeah. rough launch of Cities, Skylines, I definitely would pick that. Um, I didn't hear a whole lot about Fire Emblem Engage and Company of Heroes 3. Uh, everyone loves Advanced Wars 1 and 2. Everyone, I, that's all I heard. I, I heard a lot about that until it came out, and then I haven't heard anything about it since. Yeah, um, yeah, I've, I've heard yeah. bits and bobs, yeah. And then you told me a lot about Pikmin 4, which sounds very intriguing. It's, it's a yeah. game I want to play, but I'm very... My PTSD is just really <laughs> making yeah. it hard. I, I think... I would love to see Pikmin 4 win or Advance Wars. I think either one of those two. I think it'll be City Skylines 2. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd like Pikmin 4 to win for sure. I think of these games, I've had the most. Pikmin was the most fun strategy game. I've played a good chunk of City Skylines. It is very fun, but it, it does not feel like it's there yet. It feels like it needs a little more time. And like every Paradox game that comes out, it really isn't done or it really doesn't feel like a full experience until a couple DLCs come out and like round things off. Um, reboot Camp, Advanced Wars. Advanced Wars are really fun games. I've heard the the Reboot Camps didn't quite do enough to modernize them, so they still feel a little mm-hmm. bit clunky. Um, Fire Emblem Engage, like I didn't, I was expected to hear more about because it's Fire Emblem, but I, I, I haven't. And I love Company of Heroes. I didn't touch Company of Heroes three. I played a ton of Company of Heroes two. They're very fun games. Um, yeah. I don't know anything about it. So I hope Pikmin 4 wins. I think like you, City Skylines was so beloved. I think unless people are, are dialed into how much of a mess it was at release. And it's still very good and very fun. Um, yeah. I, think it, I don't think it's quite... Um, I don't think it's they've quite answered given what folks... Uh, what it was pitched to be, I don't think it's there yet. I think it'll get there. Yeah. I don't think it's there yet. I think comparatively though with all these other ones, I just don't think... With how big Sea Skylines is, I just yeah, I just don't think the industry would ever not pick that one over yeah. the others. So I do feel like the other ones deserve equal consideration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like Pikmin, Pikmin right. is a is a, a huge staple now in, in Nintendo. Like it's it's not as big as other properties for sure. Um, yeah, but definitely you know influential. I would say. And Miyamoto's favorite, so it should win. Is that Miyamoto's favorite? It's his. It the reason it still exists is because it's his baby. Yeah, Zelda is his baby. How dare he? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry for saying anything otherwise. <laughs> How dare? That's why it's going live action as a movie. <sighs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, Pikmin would be animated for sure. He would make sure. Yeah. <laughs> he would oh, get Ghibli. Yeah, but that'd be right so away. traumatizing for kids. You know, Pikmin would get eaten so fast in that movie. It'd be horrifying yeah. to watch. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I hate that. I stuttered. I, I shudder. I almost, I almost said I stuttered to think of it, and I meant to say shudder. Yikes. Uh, anyway, <laughs> next category. Best family game. Um, so these are games, uh, presumably, you'd play with your family. Uh, Disney Illusion Island, Party Animals, Pikmin 4, Sonic Superstars, and Super Mario Wonder. Uh, I 
heard a ton of I I heard nothing about Disney Illusion. No, I know nothing of it. Party Animals scene looks fun. Haven't played it. Pikmin yep. Four. I don't know if I would say it's a family game. I mean, maybe like on um, maybe in like truly in um, name alone, it is like the most complex and most like demanding i think of the pikmin games it's like ask the most of you to like think really carefully and thoroughly especially to get to like the end game stuff which i guess is optional technically um sonic superstars no idea i think not sure i think super i heard underperformed for sure win uh i think super wonder probably will win i think it's a shoe in for this category um Mm. i think because it has the like easy multiplayer mode um, plus, it just has multiplayer. I think, like, I can imagine a family sitting down and playing. It has the name recognition um, of Mario, but what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're picking Mario? I think Mario's going to win this category. I, I prefer Pikmin 4. I don't know if I'd see it as a family game, though. Uh, maybe that's just because yeah. I don't have a family. Maybe it would be. There is, like, a co-op mode with it, but, um, you like, you... The other person, like controls a reticule moving around on the screen and can like shoot berries and that's it they don't actively engage versus like pikmin 3 was like fully oh. couch co-op um like two people can yeah. control different groups of pikmin and that's not in this at all um so i don't know if i'd say who knows hmm. not sure yeah i i hear i think you're i think you make definitely make a valid point i think the disney illusion island will not win and i think song superstars i heard undersold and not to say that matters but like didn't do as well because Mario Wonder came out the same month. So, like, yeah. again, not saying that means that it's a worse game and won't win, but I think it's less likely. Yeah, and just to so folks know, this these are voted on by like uh, the media, like the the games media. So, like, obviously, them underperforming doesn't mean it's a worse game, but they're writing about that it's underperforming, so that's going to impact their idea of who will win. Which is kind of why yeah, we're thinking that way. I'm between Party Animals and, and Mario, and I think because Nintendo, again, this isn't really very fair, but um, I think Nintendo is, is nominated for several categories. I see the games industry voting for an underdog in this category for some reason. I think Party Animals will win this one. Mm, okay, all right. I, I, I do feel like, I feel like Party Animals yeah. has raised such a ruckus about like how, I, I am getting so old, I said the word ruckus, I can't believe it, and I, didn't, <laughs> I used it unironically, that sucks. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think uh, it has created such a, again, such a ruckus that I think people are going to want to reward that. And I feel like this is the category to do so. I think best family, what what better way for your siblings to beat the crap at each other when you're young than in a game like Party Animals, <laughs> you're just beating each other up, right? And I think yeah. it's kind of a fun way of doing it. I do think Mario, I think it's between Party Animals and Mario. I think yeah. you're right. I think Pikmin 4 wouldn't, wouldn't fit that. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I my I think it'll be party animals and I hope it's party animals, um, but definitely if it's Mario, I won't be surprised. I think you're 100 percent correct and valid what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. All right, woo! We didn't even plan this and it worked out no, well. How I get to do best fighting, best fighting game. Woo! Okay, um, right? Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. <laughs> yeah, it this is yeah. yours. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so the nominations are God of Rock, Mortal Kombat One, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl Two. Pocket Bravery and Street Fighter Six. Now I will be super upfront. I've only heard a little bit about God of Rock, and I heard it's decent. Um, I have not even heard of Pocket Bravery, so I, that one went over my head. Uh, but I definitely played and heard of Mortal Kombat One, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl Two, and Street Fighter Six. 
I will give credit where credit's due. I don't think Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl will win, but it is leagues better than the first game. It, the first game had no voice acting. It had no story. It really didn't have a whole lot. I just don't think it had a story. Whereas in this, in Brawl 2, it has fully voiced characters that interact with each other. There is a storyline. Um, it is leagues better. It actually got really good reviews, too. Um, it is leagues better than the first one. It's very much uh, a Smash-inspired game. Um which is really cool. I think it being nominated for best fighting game is great for great for itself, and and you know the, the the developers should be happy with that. I do think it's between Mortal Kombat One and Street Fighter Six. I think it's really between Mortal Kombat One and Street Fighter Six. I think as as much as Mortal Kombat has changed and kind of made it more of a, a tag team is what it's called, a tag team system fighting style game, which is fun if you like that kind of fighting style game. I personally don't. I don't good at it. Um, where you're kind of it's like more of a Dragon Ball Fighters kind of system where you're you're fighting and you're tagging someone in to kind of fight from behind you to add to your combo chain, which is really cool for people who love that and excel in that. It's really rewarding, but it's just very difficult. Whereas you know Street Fighter Six has done a really good job implementing new systems and making it so much easier for people who don't play fighting games to join and and enjoy it and adapt, um, and has really kind of elevated the fighting scene i think so personally i would love to see street fighter 6 win and i do think it deserves to win i think that street fighter 6 has done a lot for fighting games this year yes it does have problematic systems problematic things in place with how much money it costs to buy things mortal kombat 1 is also you know uh in trouble for that as well right now it's so to speak with their monetization of stuff but regardless i think street fighter 6 will be the 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 one to win personally yeah of, of these games i've heard of um which is only mortal kombat nickelodeon all-stars and street fighter um i've heard that street fighter even if you don't ever go online is still a very fun gameplay experience yeah and even if you don't fight any other players it's still just a very fun game to just play around in and like learn how to play a fighting game and i think that is something that should be celebrated and highlighted in, in a way um, and I also think it probably will win just because Street Fighter Six is, is because of that has become like really well renowned and really celebrated. So I I, I agree. Yeah. I think Street Fighter Six will win and should win. And the art style of that game is not, not that has anything to do with it. Um, but man, I just love the art style of Mortal Kombat Six. But honestly, Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter Six. I mean, not Mortal Kombat Six of uh, Street Fighter Six, but Mortal Kombat One's art style is fantastic. Also, that 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 boxer of Liu Kang. Being a fire god like, is so good. Like, I really love that box art so much. Like The art direction of that game is, I, I personally find fantastic. One of the better ones for Mortal Kombat. Comparatively from last year. But personal, or last game, I mean. Anyway. Uh, next we have Best RPG, which has a bunch of heavy hitters. So we will see how this goes. Um, RPGs is Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy... Is that 16? 17? 18. V1, 16. Uh, I assume is that is that sixteen? Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I couldn't find the right one. <laughs> That's okay. Sixteen. Yeah. Uh, Baldur's Gate three, Final Fantasy sixteen, Lies of P, Sea of Stars, and Starfield, mm. which all of these games have been very well celebrated and uh, yes. Uh, people really love the one i've probably heard the least about is final fantasy but that's probably because of the media i consume isn't super final fantasy focused 
Um, but yeah. I've heard a lot about all of these games. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, obviously, like we've talked about, uh, is um, very well loved, has a really cool RPG system that is like completely based on Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, which is you know the most recent for now. It's probably in the next six months that will change. The most recent uh, Dungeons & Dragons edition. Um, and has is a really cool RPG game in which you can kind of do anything and you, it's very creative. Final Fantasy 16, I don't know a ton about. Lies of P is a Souls-like inspired game that people really love and seems to be more accessible and still let people like really enjoy the cool RPG elements that come from those systems. Sea of Stars is this beautiful um, indie game that people who enjoyed JRPGs, um, and people who don't have fallen in love with, and the Starfield is the, the newest big RPG from Bethesda. Um... I, of all these games, have played the most to Boulder's Gate. I've played a little bit of Starfield. Um, I played a little bit of Sea of Stars, um, but I didn't. I don't know if I gave it a fair shot. I just downloaded the demo on my Steam Deck. Um, I would like Boulder's Gate 3 to win because I've played it. And for this, I don't know. I think Lies of P has been really big. Final Fantasy maybe has been really big. And I know Boulder's Gate has been really big. I think Sea of Stars will probably win Best Indie. I don't know if it'll win here. Yeah. Um, and Starfield, I just think, unfortunately, hasn't quite gotten enough behind it to to be as successful as like a skyrim or um fallout of years past i just don't think it's quite captured that same magic for some people it certainly yeah. has but i think for like the the gaming community i don't i don't think it has i think um there was other games that came out during that same time that i think people thought captured that magic a lot better um so yeah, I, I think Baldur's Gate 3 will probably win, but I, I, I don't know for sure. I hope it does, because yeah. of all these games, it's the one I've played the most. Um, but that's, there's probably some bias there, just because it's the only one I've experienced. Eric, yeah. I would yep. love to hear you talk more about this, because I know you've played it, you really enjoyed Liza B, and it was like, maybe one of your Game of the Year runnings. Yeah, I, there's a, there's, I'll get, when I get to Game of the Year, there's one that I would switch with. I would switch one, of the, one or two of those out to put Liza P in, but yep. that's... Besides the point, I've seen a lot of Baldur's Gate 3, I've seen Final Fantasy 16, I've seen Starfield, I haven't seen a lot of Sea of Stars personally. Um, I do love the art style though, art style's really cool. Um, for me personally, I would love to see Liza P win. I think it deserves any and all awards it can get. I think it's <laughs> such a special game. I yeah. love Liza P. I cannot, I cannot say it enough. I will go back because the, they just did a, um, they add some more stuff and a new patch to the game that changes it a lot. And I want to go back and play it again. But that game is just so good. I highly recommend it. Even if you don't like Souls likes, I it can be punishing at times, but man, it's so rewarding to get the win and, and they just made it a lot easier to beat the game too. Not a lot easier, but they made it a little bit easier if you struggle with, with Souls like games. Personally, after seeing kind of a lot of these games, I would personally love to see Liza P win this category because I know that Baldur's Gate 3 will win more. Get title and more things in other places and Liza P's not sure. been nominated a whole lot so i would love to see Liza p win however also looking out the categories i know that starfield has not been really nominated for a whole lot of categories and i do think that knowing the games industry they'll want to honor starfield in whatever way they can and i think this will <laughs> be the one to do it i think that people are going to be like well you know starfield really did try hard and it'll probably get better so and Baldur's gate 3 will win a lot of wars other places yeah. i think starfield will will get the win unfortunately and, and, and again no hate to starfield yeah it's i'm sure a fun experience i haven't played enough of it to really know um but i just would love lisa p to, to win but it won't and i think i think starfield will so I don't know. We'll see. You said Baldur's Gate 3, Ryan? I did, yeah. Okay. 
Cool. Yeah. Oh, man, if I would love Liza P to win, it's so good. <laughs> so good. I can't. I, I thought I was screaming from the heavens. Um. All right. Next one. Best action adventure. Wow. We're at an hour already. This is great. We didn't think this would happen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I didn't think it would be, you know, so in it. I've been, I love talking about Game of the Year. It's just such a special time. It's such a special time. Best action adventure. We have five titles. Right? Are we on that one? Yes. Best action adventure. Um, yeah. We, we have yeah. Alan Wake 2, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So, oh, man, it's hard. I, w- I wish action and adventure were two separate categories. Yeah, they feel very different. You know what I mean? It's a weird category. It's so different. Yeah. It's so hard. So it, it, they're saying here the parameters are for the best action slash adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. I, man, this is so hard. I... I have played the majority of these games except for Alan Wake 2, which I really want to play, just haven't gotten to yet. But when they're putting it in terms of combat with traversal and puzzle solving, two stand out for me personally as ones I think will win and should win. And those two are Marvel's Spider-Man 2 and The Legend of Zelda. uh, Resident Evil 4, great game. I I don't think it stands up to the other ones personally. Um, And Jedi Survivor, I don't think was the best game I think it was if if it was a less solid of a year, if it was less stacked of a year, I think Survivor would have a much better chance of winning. But I, I really don't see it having a chance of winning this category comparatively. I think I would I would man, I don't know who I want to win. I think because spoiler alert, I don't think Spider Man two should win game of the year at all. I don't think it should be I don't think it should be nominated. And that's not any hate towards it. I think it's just comparatively to all the other games that came out, Spider Man two was just not not enough to get game of the year. I would want to win and i think it should win action adventure game for this category i think it, i think Spider-Man 2 is such a big game for people i don't think it stands up to two particular titles in terms of game of the year so i think the industry will say i think spider-man should win this category so i think i, I actually think zelda should win personally but i also loved Spider-Man 2 and i kind of think it should win and i want to win that so between the two i want i want either of those two to win i think it'll be spider-man though I'm being very confusing. Sorry, it's just, it's almost like you're t- you're picking between two lovers. What? No, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> between two pieces of pie, <laughs> pizza. Right. I don't know. You delicious pie. Yeah, um, editor, don't don't listen to the, the lovers thing. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> that's weird. I don't know. Um, I mean, I think I've only played two of these games: uh, Survivor and Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I haven't played Spider Man. I haven't played Alan Wake, and I haven't played Resident Evil Four. Um, I think looking at traversal with puzzle solving, I think Tears of the Kingdom has done like something pretty revolutionary with that experience in the same way I think Breath of the Wild did, but I think even more so, I think there are so many ways to solve the puzzles in Tears of the Kingdom that I think um, it probably will win, and I think it probably should, um, because mm. I think that's what that game does best, is the action-adventure puzzle-solving experience. Um from what I've seen of Alan Wake, though, I think there's something really interesting with how there is puzzle solving happening in that game and the action of that game, but I, I again, haven't, haven't played it myself. Um, and Jedi Survivor, I just don't think, probably, like, isn't nearly as good as Spider-Man 2 is, at least in that, like, moment-to-moment puzzle solving experience. Um, I think I think Tears of the yeah. Kingdom should win this. I think I think it might. I think it might. Yeah, I honestly, either Spider-Man or, or, or Zelda winning would not surprise me. It yeah. probably, it probably should be Zelda, 
I don't think the industry will vote that way, though. I think they'll think of that as like more game of the year material, and they mm. want to honor Spider Man. But it, I think either one of us is right. Uh, I think one of us is right. I think <laughs> sure. one of us is going to be correct here. Yeah. I don't think it'll be any other way. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how that. I think this is one of the ones I'm going to star this one, or I want to. I want to highlight this one to look back on yeah. for our Patreon exclusive episode because I think like that will be really interesting to go back and see what happens with that. Yeah. So. Um, so I'm just trying to highlight as I talk, which is impossible. I'm going to highlight it a, a nice green. Yeah, that's not a very good green, but okay. That's, it's <laughs> next, See, this makes no sense. The next one is best action game. How does that yeah. make any sense? I guess, just do adventure game. Yeah, well, because like one is combat and one is combat and also puzzles, I guess. But just make... It, well, yeah, it, I guess. It's, that's true. It's, it's still nonsense. It's still nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Um, best action game, we have Armored Core, Fires of Rubicon, Dead Island 2, Ghost Runner 2, Hi-Fi Rush and Remnant 2. Um, I haven't played any of these games, um, but I've heard many of them are very <laughs> good, um, and many of them have like some pretty big names attached to them um, that people really love. Um, I think I would really like Hi-Fi Rush to win, I think. I think Armored Core is probably going to win, is my thoughts, uh, mm, because there is mm-hmm. a lot of love for uh, FromSoft and Bandone Namkai and the people who really love Armored Core love this game. And if you're talking about a game that is purely based on combat, I don't know if there's another game that is as crunchy and uh, you know combat-focused as Armored Core. So yeah, I think, I think yeah. Armored Core will win. I would like Hi-Fi Rush to win. I actually go the opposite of you. I think oh, that you're right. I think you're I'm right at... A, at in a sense, but I think that because of the success that From Software always gets, yeah. like Hi-Fi Rush came out and just blew everybody away. And I think that that everyone again in the same way that everyone loved Armored Core so much, people really loved Hi-Fi Rush as well. So I think between these, I also didn't play any of these games. I did watch a few. Yeah. Um, but just kind of seeing the gameplay between those two. I feel it's going to be between Armored Core and Hi-Fi Rush. I really don't personally care which one wins, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, but if I'm looking at, if I'm thinking of the industry, I think with how much everyone was very excited for Room in, uh, Armored Core, but no one was ready for Hi-Fi Rush because it literally just came out. I forget where it came out. It's some some kind of public or public thing, award yeah. thingy or something. Yeah. Um, but it really blew people away. I think that left a huge a huge uh, impression on people. So I think Hi-Fi Rush will win win that award personally. Yeah. Uh, next category, best mobile game. Oof, yeah, do you want to do this one? I, I, <laughs> I was thinking about that. I took out VR and AR. We might also want to take out because I don't know. I mean, Terranil. I love Terranil, but like that. Mm. We already talked. I think. I think we'll talk about Terranil soon. Uh, in, yeah. I think we can just say we. I knowing knowing the love for this. I never played this series. I know nothing about this series. But Honkai Star Rail is like is huge right now. It's gonna win. There's no yeah. doubt in my mind it'll win. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. It's gonna win. It's just gonna win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just yeah. I, I that's kind of what I, I just I, I would be really surprised. Um, I mean Final Fantasy Ever Crisis is very cool, but I I just know that Star Rail is everyone's saying it's gonna that's gonna do amazing, and I think they're right. Everyone loves it. It's the same as what's that other game that's in the same? I think the same company does it. I forget. It's, it's huge. I never played it either. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If Genshin, you're, Impact? You're, whoever, Genshin Impact? Yes, Genshin Impact. Thank you. I'll say the listeners are probably screaming at their phones, listening like, <laughs> Genshin Impact. Can I do Debut Indie instead? Yeah, that makes complete sense. Okay, thank yeah. you. Which is, a, what a great, what a great group of games. Oh, this is a great group of games. So best these. indie debut, or best debut indie game. Uh, Cocoon, Dredge, Pizza Tower, Venba, Venba, yeah, and uh, Viewfinder. 
Really cool games. I've seen three of these. I've seen Dredge, Pizza Tower, and Viewfinder. I, I, and it sounds like, I, and you talked about, Ryan, I think you were talking about Venba. I don't know about Cocoon or yeah, not. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen both, uh, I've seen Cocoon actively played. I've seen, like, a gameplay trailer and what Venba is in theory, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen it played at all. I think with the the, the way it came out and how it surprised people uh, and the impression that it left, I really feel Pete's Tower will win. I want that to win because it was so weird and wild and people just loved it and it did so well. Um that I think it, I I would be very surprised. Dredge, I think Dredge is, could be close, for yeah. at least from my perspective, to win. Um, but I think Pizza Tower would take it. Yeah, I th- mm, I really love Dredge and I really love Viewfinder. Uh, those are both games I've played fully. Um, Venba, I think, is a really cool game. Uh, I hope it wins uh, in one of the categories coming up, I think. Um, I think I want Viewfinder to win of these. Viewfinder is such an yeah. interesting and cool game. And it is the closest any game has come to scrapping, scratching that like portal itch of like... Yeah, this really creative and interesting but absolutely wild game that I'm not actually fully sure how as a game it works because technically it's so cool and interesting Um, but I do agree I think Pizza Tower was so huge and so uh, like out of nowhere that it probably will win but I think I think I want want Viewfinder to win I think Pizza Tower will win Viewfinder is very cool it doesn't make any sense how it works it really is like such a really cool game idea and very fun it's fun to watch people play that game and figure out like oh i I think that it reshaped the way they're they're thinking about how to solve a level um and that's really cool that's very very cool uh next we have best independent game which again weird categories you have indie debut indie game and independent game uh cocoon is back again Um, which this is a game i really need to play because i've i've seen it a bunch and it looks very very cool and kind of uh melts brainy dave the diver such an incredible game such a wonderful game uh dredge wonderful game as well um sea of stars people love sea of stars i think it it was really big and then viewfinder is here again uh i have played dave the diver dredge and viewfinder i've played a little bit sea of stars but it just isn't my jrpg are just too big and mm-hmm. uh turn-based combat is just something i get kind of bored with although it does do some cool stuff like in super mario uh all stars where you like you have timing and stuff like that yeah um, yeah which is very cool but it's just not my type of game but i think there are probably people who will really love it ah this is tough um can i say one thing before you pick yeah please do or have you heard about the whole dave the diver um debacle with this category no i haven't so dave the diver the that mint rocket the developers so a lot of people are are against the idea of Dave the Diver being in this category because Mint Rocket has taken like a significant amount of money from like third party peoples. I think it might be Tencent. It might be someone like Tencent mm, kind a of corporation giant. that yeah, yeah that gave them money to develop Dave the Diver. Where compared comparatively, all the other categories didn't have that kind of money. So a lot of people feel like Dave the Diver shouldn't be in independent. It should be considered an independent game. It looks like an independent game, but it shouldn't be considered as one yeah. because it had significantly more resources than the other competitors. Um, so I want to make sure I said that in case that kind of yeah. changes yeah. any views. I, I don't know how this is the one i don't know how the industry will react because i don't know what the people who voted will how they'll view this scenario you know i don't know if they'll agree with that or they'll they'll still see dia the diver as independent or not even know yeah you know after after they voted i'd be really curious to understand the difference between uh, that situation and like dredge with team 17 and uh cocoon with anapurana which are both 
bigger publishing companies versus yeah. like CS Stars and Viewfinder, who are from unless my understanding, much smaller um, yep. publishers. Um, but it's indies are so weird in that the categories are more like by feel than by how they're actually created. I think there was another yep. game that that came out this year that was like in theory. Oh, um, the cat game from last year was like had a feel of an indie game, but it had like oh. a ton of ton of Sony money behind it. Um, yeah, yeah. What's that called? I know. I literally see Stray, it. Stray, right? Stray. Like yeah. had this like really indie feel, but had a ton of Sony money uh, behind it. Um, yeah. So it's always really interesting how how indies. I I think for me personally in this category, I think I I think I I think I would I think I enjoyed Dredge the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I I think Dave the Diver probably had the biggest. Um, impact of all of these or at least my gaming sphere but again i don't know how that is going to come into play here um, yeah so I, I think it'll either be dave the diver or maybe sea of stars um but i think i'd like dredge to win yeah which one do you think will win i'm gonna say dave the diver i'm, I'm gonna yeah. say i'm gonna say dave the diver i'm gonna say the industry uh is not that uh good at caring about these things <laughs> yeah yeah I think, yeah, that's how I'm struggling so much with it. I don't know what the industry as a whole will say about this. This will be really interesting. I think this will, this, this award, whoever it goes to, will define what independent games mean from now on. Because it yeah. could, you know, does an independent game mean a game that looks very indie, but also has a lot of money behind it comparatively to, like, something else that clearly is triple a you know what i mean yeah. like yeah i don't know it's gonna be interesting i'm gonna go the opposite way i'm gonna i'm gonna i i'm going to think the game industry is going to understand or feel that that's not more indie than it is another one i'm gonna say i'm gonna say viewfinders gonna win this one i think that that game is wild and the fact that they pulled that off as more of an indie studio will will be something the game industry kind of takes and like runs with more yeah. so personally yeah but i wouldn't be surprised if david diver does win i mean honestly that's the one that would likely win if i didn't know any better about the money situation i would think that that's yeah the one for sure win. yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent. everyone loves that game i've never played it but I've seen it's very it. fun it's a very fun game. yeah yeah uh next one is best community support and the winner and uh, the winner uh and the nominations <laughs> are Baldur's gate 3 uh cyberpunk 2077 I had to reread the number to make sure I said that right. Uh, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, right? Yeah, okay. Roman rules are hard. Yep, yep, and No yep. Man's Sky. Why is No Man's Sky still? No like, it's wild. That is so like, wild. Destiny to me. It's 2 like is a joke. here too, which is wild. But like, yeah, Destiny is. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind with how far Cyberpunk has come that this that Cyberpunk's going to win. It has to. I like, mean, Cyberpunk uh, is the No Man's Sky of like three years ago, right? Like that's the situation yeah, we're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. A hundred percent. Like, it, it, there's no, there's yeah, just the fact that No Man's Sky is in this is kind of silly because Cyberpunk is the new No Man's Sky in that regard. <laughs> it has changed. Yeah. It's completely changed how people see that game. Yeah, like is kind of come back and redeemed itself. Though CD Projekt Red still has a long way to go, I think, to rebuild trust with a lot of people. Yeah, I I do. I do feel like Cyberpunk helped that for them. For sure. Um, and I don't, I don't, with respect to Destiny 2, I don't I mean, see the I think, I think, I think uh, if this, if this voting would have happened six months ago, this would be a completely mm-hmm. different story. Yeah, um, yeah. With everything that came out in the past month or two, I, there's no world in which Destiny uh, wins this at all. Uh, it has lost yeah. so much player trust and player respect with what's you know with laying off 100 people 
including like the person who wrote the music for every game since hey you know what i mean like yeah the amount yeah. of public trust that's been lost i think is is a really big hit and I, I don't see them recovering at all i think like it's almost like kind of uh further highlighting it by it being included like if i was bungee yeah. i'd probably ask yeah. to be not included um because I, although that's not how it works but uh yeah <laughs> can you imagine no. <laughs> yeah please just take put somebody else in there we don't want on here please don't <laughs> talk about us yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want the, the... I mean, Baldur's Gate 3 is on here and obviously deserves a lot of praise for listening to its community. And like, so the, the Game Awards has specified that it's recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness in, inclusive of social media activity and game updates slash patches. And I think Baldur's Gate's great in hearing their community and listening to them and adding more things that are really and great. It was an I, early release mm-hmm. game, right? It came out in early yeah. release and was like completely formed by that that experience. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that Cyberpunk will with what sure. happened with Cyberpunk, it's gonna have to win. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going from it's like I completely agree. It's going from like maybe the biggest letdown of last year to like people are really celebrating and now people are considering it like one of the best games that's been like re updated this year. It's probably the yeah. game my one of probably my favorite game I've played this year. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, with Phantom Liberty, yeah, for sure. I gotta play it. I still gotta play it. I still think I think it's like the my January game. I need to restart it, which I'm like daunted over. Like the feeling of like having to restart that game just feels so daunting to me. Yeah. Um but I just gotta, I gotta do it. But I can't. That that beginning with what happens to you know who I cannot say is just yeah. so. Yeah. I don't want to relive it. I right, don't want to relive right. it. Um, if you know, you know. <laughs> uh, also, I don't want to gloss over people like Final Fantasy fourteen is like the MMO that people like have loved and yeah. never not loved and will continue to love. I think like it is the only MMO that still has like complete player support and love that exists. I think. All the others have, have kind of really uh, lost a lot of that. Um, it's just not a yep. game that I have any, other than like hearing people love it, have no experience with. So who knows? Yeah. I think it was on yeah. here last year also. I think it was. I think you're right. I yeah, I think it won. Was too. But yeah, I think it won last year. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think it won. Yeah. Um, all right. Next we have Best Ongoing, awarded for a game for outstanding development, ongoing content that evolves player experience over time uh apex legends cyberpunk 2077 final fantasy 14 fortnite and genshin impact um i don't my brain uh, uh, ongoing my brain refills in his live service and i don't know why um because i don't necessarily no, think i think that's you're right i don't know if that I, I don't think that's what necessarily that everything here feels live service except cyberpunk which is why it yes. feels a little bit out of place here um i think because of the reason we talked about in the last category, it's a great. It has it has evolved and, it, it, but I don't. It doesn't feel true to this category to me. Um, in the same way the others do, and I think it's pretty clear. I think Fortnite is going to win here. I think it has continued to be like at the front of popular culture, at the front of the games um, industry, and um, I think Apex Legends is a great game people love. Final Fantasy fourteen, great game people love. Genshin Impact, great people love, but I don't think any of them has reached the cultural significance uh, or gameplay significance that Fortnite has continued to every single, you know, whenever a new season comes out. Like, I've never, I I haven't played Fortnite since the early days of when it was a um, uh, tower defense game with zombies. I haven't played since then, but like, I continue to hear it, see it talked about 
constantly. And any like yeah. like we talked about at the top of this thing, I heard there was a big event going on in Fortnite and everyone was on social were talking about it and like random streamers, you know, waiting in a queue or like popping up all over my feed. Yeah. So like it is continues to be at the forefront in a way that I think none of these other games have even come close to. Yeah, I agree. I think the closest thing would be Genshin Impact. Well, maybe not. Maybe Final Fantasy XIV. Um, but also Genshin Impact is is huge, right? Yeah. And Apex Legends I, is is definitely popular, but just never as popular, I feel like, as Fortnite. And that's just, maybe it's not my perception. But just the, just the fact that Fortnite OG, the OG maps, came back beginning of November. Yeah. Um, and had they had the most number of players ever in Fortnite, ever ever and it came out in 2016 it had the most players ever in 2023 that's insane that's insane so yeah i think it, i'm also biased so you know take my opinion you know with a grain of salt but i i just think it it, it makes the most i feel like the industry will see is how crazy fortnite still is it literally has peter griffin as a skin now in the game like that. this season like so and in solid snake solid snake and peter griffin that's insane it <laughs> blows my mind how crazy that is um they will always be culturally relevant and i don't i think i see fortnite going the distance i feel like fortnite's going, not going anywhere anytime soon whereas if you told me apex legends was was ending tomorrow like yeah i can see that you know yeah. unfortunately yeah. but just i think fortnite is just and also sad too that you know best ongoing game i, I I'm a little after all that talk about Overwatch 2, I don't see it here and it makes me a little no. sad. You yeah, know, comparatively to like yeah. a little sad. Um but maybe that pushes it to be better. I don't know. That's not that's not the point of talking about this. But yeah, I think Fortnite takes it takes it for sure. It has to. All right. Oh man, this is a bad one for me because I haven't played any of these. <laughs> so Ryan, you might have to to step in. Yeah, I'm happy to help. Uh, games for impact. For a thought and provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. And the nominees are A Space for the Unbound, Chance of Senar, Senar? Chance of Senar, yeah. Goodbye Volcano High, Chia? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Okay, yep. cool. <laughs> Terranil and Venba. And now I only have seen Chia a little bit. Um, and I saw the trailer for Goodbye Volcano High when it first came out. But I... I, I have never played any of these games, nor have I seen a lot of these games. So you know what, Ryan? I'm going to be that person um, and say I think that because it's games for Impact, they all should win. They all should they win. Should That's all very win. nice. They, yeah. they probably all should win. Um, I know nothing about A Space for Unbound, which now I need to learn more because I do love Toge Productions uh, because they used oh. to make the, um, what do they call? They're like, they're mobile games. Uh, they also made um, uh, Coffee Talk. And oh, uh, yeah. they also made the old like zombie games, the old zombie phone games where you like spread zombies and stuff like that. Um, but I have never uh, heard of this. Oh, so, um, Infectinator. Not, not, um, Infectinator. Oh, no, I've never heard of that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I have no idea what this is, but I really want to check it out now because I do like their stuff um, and they are a cool company. Transfer Shinar is a game I really want to play. It is a game where you like, it's a puzzle game similar to almost like an Oberdin or like a, um, a Golden Idol. But, like, the puzzle is language. So, like, throughout the game, you learn, like, words. And you have to then, using those words, put the language together. And so, like, you're you're learning oh, wow. the language through the game. And I think there's probably a really cool narrative in there. I don't know what it is. Uh, Volcano High, I don't know anything about other than the trailer. Chia is so cool as a game. It feels very um, Breath of the Wild in its, like, scope and gameplay. Yeah. 
But what is very cool about it is it is um, it takes place entirely on a real place, New Caledonia, and it takes all the myths and the stories and the animals and creatures of that world and lets you just play in a playground of it. It's really, really cool um, and uh, very fun. My partner played it start to finish, and it's very weird but a very fun and cool game. And the fact that it exists is really cool. It's made in New Caledonia um, wow. by those developers, and it's just really cool and a beautiful game where, like, you will go and, like, join a celebration and hear, like, New Caledonian folk songs that you will then participate in playing. It's really cool, and, and I would love to see more games like this. Terranil is a game I really love that's been around for a little while. Uh, it was actually just Devolver picked it up and republished it. It's a game where, like, oh. it's the apocalypse, and you're, like, putting machines down to regrow and replant and repopulate. It's this really beautiful game. You like grow, here's the deer. And at the very end, you like destroy all your machines and fly away and create this like beautiful lush green world. Um, It's a very fun game um, uh, that I really enjoy playing and would like to play more of. And Vebnet is like a cooking narrative game about, uh, I don't know if it's, I don't know um, the exact culture, but I believe it is, um, Southeast Asian culture um, that looks really, really cool, but I, I haven't played um, uh, much of, but is, I know my partner is very interested in it, and if probably after the Game Awards, we'll buy it and play it. Um, yeah. Of all of these, the one I've, I think is the most cool and interesting is Chia, um, and I hope it wins. I, yeah. I'm going to guess that it wins, but I have. N- it feels like the largest of these, but I again I haven't played um, Venba and I haven't played Space for the Unbound, but I think Chia will win. Yeah, I'm gonna just say yes because that's the only one I know. And I think that's probably the only one. Not, not the only one. That's that's not bad. I think this will be the one that stands out the most to yeah the games industry because it's been kind of around for a while, or at least mm-hmm. I mean, it's been spoke up for a while. So that's the one that I think people will vote for. But I could see any of these winning, and and that'd be great. So I, yeah, it's hard. I. I need to play more games. It's just so hard. Just not enough time. <laughs> to, find the time. Yeah, to play the games. Yeah. I play Platinum Spider Man. I'm like, oh, there's not enough time. And I'm just walking, you know, web swinging through New York City. <laughs> Whatever. Is this, is this mine or yours? I forget. Oh, this is mine. I think right. I just did game. Oh, yeah. Uh, innovations and accessibility. So, this is games that uh, have pushed the medium as far as adding features and technology to help make more people play more of these games and getting them a chance to play these games to not make there be a. Um, a barrier for entry. Um, this is a really great category. I wish I had done more research yeah. and knew more about what each of these games are doing. I just really don't. Um, I don't know what these options are. I know um, Sony has been really pushing their first-party games to have a ton of accessibility features. I'm yeah. positive that exists in Spider-Man. I think Street Fighter Six, from just a like being accessible to a non-Street Fighter is yeah. is worth celebrating. I don't know if it's worth celebrating as much as a game that makes it so like everyone can participate. Um, but I just don't know enough about uh, the accessibility options in these games to to um, to say for sure. I mean, I've played Diablo. I, I don't know if I'd say there's like as many accessibility options as like in an, in, a, in other Sony first party games I've played. But I, I just I'm not sure. Uh, I'm gonna guess uh, probably Spider Man is gonna win this. Um, but mm. I, 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 you'd be a better expert than I would, Eric, because you've seen what those accessibility menus look like. Yeah, I've looked at Spider Man's. I think I'm between personally, and I don't really know enough about Diablo, Forza, or Hi Fi. Um, but between Spider Man, Mortal Kombat, and Street Fighter, they all have pretty good accessibility. Street Fighter more so than Mortal Kombat, I would say, because of like the changes they made to casual, um, 
casual controller inputs to to get specials and sweepers and things like that. But I have gone through Spider-Man's uh, settings and the accessibility. It's pretty wild. It's pretty extensive. It's they even have like um, American Sign Language kind of like subtitles built in as well, That's which is like cool. blew my mind. Yeah. yeah, I was like very like I thought it was such a it's such a unique thing to put in there. And honestly, if I didn't see that, I would say Street Fighter Six should win. Um, but because of just how accessible Spider-Man is, being a triple-A game, and I guess Street Fighter Six is actually technically a triple-A game as well, um, but I just feel like Spider-Man is kind of just a little bit more so. Um, I, I think I would want Street Fighter Six to win. I Actually, you know what? I am going to say Street Fighter Six. I'm going to say Street Fighter Six because of how accessible it's become. Um, and I think the industry kind of knows that as well. But I'm going to... I would not be surprised if Spider-Man won. And honestly, it... it easily could and should so but i'm gonna try see i'm gonna say street fighter 6 because I, I i'm kind of going i'm going in the perspective of like it's pushed the bounds of of entry for people in fighting games which has been always been like the biggest hurdle for fighting games is people who don't feel just immediately awful at it and just put a controller down and don't want to play anymore which yeah. is just a thing in the in in that genre of gaming so i think that's the that's the the viewpoint i'm gonna go with for this so yeah uh next is the best performance award to an individual for voiceover acting, motion, and or performance capture. And the nominations are Ben Starr from Final Fantasy 16, Cameron Monaghan from Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Idris Elba from Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, Melanie Libbard from Alan Wake 2, Neil Newborn from Baldur's Gate 3, and Yuri Lowenthal, Lowenthal? Lowenthal from Spider-Man 2. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. I mean, it, hmm, this is hard. I haven't seen everyone. I think Ben Starr from Final Fantasy 16 played Sid, which, no, he didn't. No, he did. He, he played the main character guy. Because um, the guy who played Sid, everyone, like, super loved and did not look anything like him, but he was cool. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's just, yeah, sorry, just, like, rambling now. Um, uh, Man, I honestly really have no clue. Everyone loves Cam, Cameron Monaghan, but I don't think he, I don't think he, uh, what's his face in the game was the most compelling voice act. I don't. Th- yeah. yeah, I think Cal. I don't really. I didn't really connect with Cal. I think um, he was better in some ways than the first one, but I don't know if it yeah. was enough to swing with the, some of these other folks. Me too. Me too. And honestly, I think with the performance of Spider-Man One, I I still feel like this is maybe a hot take. I think the story of Spider-Man One was more gripping than Spider-Man 2. I didn't feel this, the same sense of urgency and like I didn't I wasn't left with this like oh, you know like I like like I in Spider-Man 2 like I was in Spider-Man 1. From what I've seen of I don't even know who Neil Newborn Asterian. plays in Baldur's Gate he 3. Plays Asterian. Is that the one that everyone loves? The vampire with the white hair. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, everyone loves him. He he is like um, I, yeah, I'll talk about it on my thing, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I I honestly, I don't think it would be Idris Elba either. I think it was he was kind of more of a, a an image to sell Phantom Liberty than he was maybe his performance. I'm sure he gave a good performance, but nothing stood out to me. I have heard that, uh, is it Melanie? I said Melanie. Melanie uh, Billard is really good. And from what I've seen in her in Alan Wake 2, uh, she's fantastic. I... Eric, uh, everyone loves to, Baldur's Gate. Not 3 to, to do not it. to bias you. I'm just gonna send you a quick one minute video 
okay. uh, of Asterian. So you can just get a sense. This is unfair, storygoers. This is unfair showing no, this video. I need this. Jump to like 10 seconds. All right, one second. So context, Eric, you, the player did something that killed Asterian. Oh, man. Okay, I think... Not to bias you. Not to bias yeah. you in any way. Everyone loves him. Everyone, that's he's, all I see on social media from Baldur's Gate 3 is yeah. that character. Yeah, people love um, him. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to go on a limb. As I think Baldur's Gate 3, again, is going to win a bunch of awards. And, get, and granted, this is more of an individual award um, based on performance, which I feel is not the same as like all the developers working on one singular game. A little yeah. different. I'm going to say... Melanie from Alan Wake 2 from what I saw of her I think she looks like she does done a really good job she does um, she's really great but I I it could be Neil newborn uh, easily <laughs> I, I, I would not be surprised at yeah. all yeah um, what are your thoughts I think I have no I have not seen any of Ben's performances I think Cal talking to Monaghan I think Cal was I, I enjoyed Cal more in this game than the previous game but I don't I think it was. I think there was some more characterization than in the first game, but I don't think yeah. it was enough to kind of really win over. And I think the story just kind of fumbled it a little bit. Intersalbo yeah. was great. Uh, he was a really cool character, um, and like the story he was telling was so good and so interesting and so complex. Um, but I don't know if like I, I felt the full emotional experience of what he was trying to communicate at all times. I think that's partially because he's playing a character who is kind of emotionless by design, um, oh, as like okay. a secret agent who has like walls up. Um, Melanie, I've seen I've I've seen like the first hour of Alan Wake and is really incredible. And I think like probably what they have to say and engage with in that store in that game is probably so weird and out there that I don't know how you'd voice act for it. Um, and who is Yuri play Peter Parker? Is that who his? Yeah, he is? plays okay. Peter. Got it. Um, uh, but I think I think Neil. I think I think Neil's gonna win this um, just because of how um, well loved Asterion is, and because of how much freedom they had to kind of bring whatever they wanted to those characters. And he really brought a lot to that character. That I think I think Neil Newborn's gonna win. I mean, he like you see his. I look look him up. I look him up and then look at his performance in the game. He doesn't look like someone who would like perform. I or I when I when I hear the performance, I don't picture him, which yeah. I think goes to his credit. Like yeah. he's he's selling it. He's doing a great job with the performance. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It could easily be him, and I wouldn't be surprised at all. So we'll see. That'd be a hard one. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. Uh, best audio design. Uh, recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. Uh, we have Alan Wake 2, um, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, and Resident Evil 4. I have played none of these games. It is hard for me to say. Um, I think there are some wild multimedia things happening in Alan Wake 2. Um, I think uh, Dead Space, the ambience and uh, space they are creating is probably like fully carried by art design in a lot of ways. Hi-Fi Rush is like a fully musical game, um, so I'm sure the audio design had to be really incredible for it. I think my guess is Alan Wake's going to win this, is my guess. Okay. Okay. All right. I I hear you, um, but I do... Man, I cannot type it. I can't look at... not look at the keyboard and type. I'm the one... God, like basically just like Gen X over here. Um, <laughs> no offense to Gen X. <laughs> my bad. Um, <laughs> 
uh, but in terms of audio design, the fact that Hi-Fi Rush was designed with audio in mind first, I feel like that's the game that people yeah. are going to stand out. I think I picked Hi-Fi Rush for a category, and now I'm kind of regretting it because I feel like this would be the one that people are like, no, Hi-Fi Rush deserves just you know this one particularly. Yeah. Um, but I think when they just say Hi-Fi, I think Hi-Fi, the fact that it was based in audio and did such a great job with it, I feel like that, that'll be the one people will like, look at. Though I feel like Alan Wake 2, probably Dead Space 2 especially as well, um, might also deserve it in terms of design, but yeah. But then going back, the next category is best score and music, um, and the the nominations are Alan Wake Two with the compo. Oh man, I don't want to say the compo. I'm not gonna say the composers. If that's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <sighs> okay, all right. Alan Wake Two. No, I'll say the composers. I'm so bad at this though. Uh, the composer Petri Alanco. His name's he has Alan in his last name. <laughs> Alan Wake Two. Uh, Baldur's Gate Three with composer. Oh man. Yeah, Larry. Or Slav. Slavov. Slavov? He said he has Slav in both of his first and last name. This is so interesting. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 with composer Masayoshi Soken. Japanese names are so much easier to say than like the other two. I think we're more used to it. I think we're more used to saying Japanese names. That's actually um, very true. uh, Those other names look look, uh, Western European and Norwegian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, of course. Here we go. I'll I'll butcher this this Japanese name in a second. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush with audio director Shu, Shu, Shuichi Kobori and The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom with composed by Nintendo Sound Team. So that one pretty good. <laughs> yeah, nailed that one. Yeah. So that one, ooh, easy name there. Um, I man, I just I I don't know. This is really hard. I. I am. I think I, I. My biases, I think, are compelling me more than my logical brain is. Uh, I think Zelda will win. There are moments in that game where the, the audio made me give me chills. I just. I. Yeah. Zelda is. Zelda music will always and forever have a special place in my heart. I was literally. This is so stupid. I went for. Uh, oh, it's not stupid. Actually, it's actually cool. I think it's cool. Yeah. Um, I went for a walk with my dog, and I was humming Majora's Mask music out loud to myself. Like a, like a crazy person, but I was really enjoying it because that the Zelda music just sticks. It's just so good. It just sticks in your head and doesn't let go. Um, especially if you connect with it, I just think it's always so special. And I think Tears of the Kingdom is no different. So that's my that's my. I think I think the industry will pick Zelda too. Zelda always is is so attached to music design. Um, yeah, yeah. I think um, I agree. I think. Alan Wake 2 has some really interesting sound design in that they have like a band who they bring for certain musical parts. There's a band mm-hmm. who's in the first game and who is in control who's coming back and does a really long song in this game that I think people will be excited about. I don't think there's a world in which you beat the musical moment of when you're first like leaving that first island the legend of zelda and yes. the music kicks in or when you go yep. up one of those towers and you hit that musical score kicks in i think like there's something to be said about tears of the kingdom reused a lot of music from the first game it has yeah. a lot of new music as well and there's also like different instrumentals used based on where you are in the world so like when you're down low there's different instruments used when you're in the sky and yeah. and so on and so forth I don't think you beat those musical moments of Tears of the Kingdom uh, at all. Yeah. I, I think I think it's going to win, and I think it probably deserves to win. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Oh, it's so good. So good. <laughs> oh, man, this is so hard. There we this go. is all so hard. <laughs> yeah. No. 
Uh, best art direction for outstanding creative or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Uh, Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Liza P, Super Mario Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, a lot of really great games here that have a very distinct art design. I think Mario and Zelda have these really incredible art designs that stand out and have been going on for decades and decades. Liza P is doing a lot of really interesting and cool stuff. Hi-Fi Rush, it's a brand new game that has a whole new... Uh, wild and creative design. Alan Wake 2, I think, is doing some crazy stuff, technically, um, in that you can go from the world to another world instantly at any time, yeah. um, as well as just the amount of, you know, combination of real... I think Alan Wake 2 uh, is probably my pick here. I think Legend of Zelda will win. Um I think there's so much cool technical stuff going on in Alan Wake 2 that is, like, only possible with the newest technology, uh, which maybe isn't a fair, um, isn't fully, fully relying on that art design, but I think there's something so cool about the art design there that I think yeah. I, I, I think I want it to win because it's doing so many interesting things. I think Legend of Zelda is, is going to win this for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think valid. I think it's very valid. I think with the how the rest of the categories will go, I, I feel... With what I've heard from, at least from the sources I kind of connect with on, in the games industry and the, the things, the sources that I kind of watch and things like that, and also my also personal wish, I think it is more of my personal desire as well mixed in with this. Uh, but I just feel like with Liza P not being nominated for Game of the Year or Action Game or whatever it was. Um, oh yeah, that's wild. That was nominated for Action Game. I know you're ki- <laughs> you're ki- it's killing me. It's yeah, literally killing nuts. me. I would have traded Star Wars out for it in a heartbeat for sure. Um, I love. I love the the art of Liza P. I think Zelda's great. I think Zelda has amazing art. Actually, all these have great art direction. Um, actually, especially Hi-Fi Rush has so much character, and you can see that. But in the game of, of Liza P, it is so unique and so well-designed and just so beautifully haunting. Uh, I just don't think anything else is like it in this category. Well, maybe Alan Wake too. I guess when I say it like that, but just it's so like gothic and like like European esque style art direction is so cool, and just the just the way the character looks. Just when you are in the menu to switch your Legion arms, you have different arms in the game to use, and just looking at the design of each arm, it's just like I would just stare at them sometimes. I was like, oh my god, these are so cool. If anyone cosplays as uh, as P, the main character of the game. Pinocchio. Uh, say Pinocchio, Eric. Say it. They never they never say <laughs> know, it's Pinocchio. I'm just, I'm just they never say it. And actually, Pinocchio is a story in the game, which is actually kind of cool. But it, it, I mean, it is, it is Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah. It is. No, I, it's I, just, yeah. I wouldn't want to say the wrong thing and make people mad at me. Yeah, um, totally fair. <laughs> say it, you coward. Pinocchio. It's Pinocchio. <laughs> um, but his arms are just so cool. I just I, His like design, the whole design of it, I think that because it, it wasn't nominated for more things, it was really lo- well-loved. I think Liza P will win this. And that's also like my super hope for the game too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um Okay. Best narrative. Right? Yeah, this is our bread and butter. Um, <laughs> yeah. The the ones I would have picked are not here, but that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> um the, the nominations are Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. Final Fantasy 16 and Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Um, I have seen a little Alan Wake 2. I've played all Spider-Man 2. 
I don't know the story of Baldur's Gate 3. I've heard a lot of the story of Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty, and I know the, like a good amount of Final Fantasy 16. I don't think Spider-Man should win. I don't think Final Fantasy should win. And I don't think that Phantom Liberty will win. I really think it's between Alan Wake 2 and Baldur's Gate 3, and I feel like because of where the accolades are probably going to be going, I, I think... Because Alan Wake, and also Alan Wake 1 and how amazing of a narrative that was too, I think something tells me Alan Wake 2 will win this. I don't know what it is. I almost feel like Baldur's Gate should be the one, oops, I messed that all up, um, should be the one that people are going for um, or that will win. But something tells me Alan Wake 2 will be the winner. And I, and I don't know why. It's a pure, it's a pure gut instinct on this one, <laughs> yeah. but I just think that is it. Yeah. Um, this is so hard. I have this only really played. Hard. I've only played Baldur's Gate and Phantom Liberty and seen a little bit of Alan Wake. Um, I think Phantom Liberty is doing some really cool and interesting things, and it is genuinely making you make choices that there's no good answer in a really cool and interesting mm. way, um, and really playing with who you are as a character and what you want out of this world, and and to take a um, a a. DLC and put it in the middle of a story and have it then enhance the ending, I think is something like yeah. pretty pretty tough to do. Um, that being said, I think Alan Wake 2 is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I wish I could say that Spider-Man should. Yeah. But it didn't grip me the same way as the first one did. Mm-hmm. Just it, it wasn't... There's a lot of things that, that I think could have been more narratively compelling. And maybe we can do a, be- a bonus episode on that when you when you do play Spider-Man Two, right? As I'm yeah. curious to your perspectives when you yeah. if you if you do play it, but just kind of seeing where Alan Wake's going and the narrative with that. But again, I, I if Baldur's Gate Three or Cyberpunk win, I don't yeah. think you're wrong in that. Like those are great narratives too. And, and Final Fantasy Sixteen is, is fine. I don't think it's the most compelling story either. It's more in the same vein as Spider-Man Two for me. Mm-hmm. Um, both fine narratives, but not the best narrative. And I think that Alan Wake 2 would be the one that is the most compelling. When you think of like narrative, I think you're think, for thinking sure. like the story being told. I, I, I For some reason, Alan Wake 2 is the one that really comes Same. to the forefront for me. So, yeah. Uh, okay, so next we have Best Game Direction Award for Outstanding <sighs> Creative Design, Innovation in Game Direction and Design. Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2... Super Mario Wonder and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. This is a really tough one. Yeah. Um, because I think there's a lot of really great games that have all doing very different things here. I think I'm between Alan Wake, Baldur's Gate, and Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I haven't played Spider-Man, um, so I can't speak to that experience, but I feel mm. as though what the other three games are, or, or Mario, what the other three games are doing are so different to what like a, a normal game direction would go. Spider-Man 2 seems like it's really incredible, but it seems like it's iterating on the previous experience in a pretty linear way. Um, I mean, yep. you do get a second protagonist, and that's really cool and interesting and playing both those narratives, but I don't think that's something that is unseen in the same way that like Tears of the Kingdom is doing something so different and creating a completely different experience. It is building upon what came before, but like completely different in a way that is very unique to that game. Baldur's Gate, it is building upon, you know, Divinity and the Baldur's Gate story, but it is doing something so interesting in the way in which you can engage with that world in that game. And then my understanding of Alan Week, it is kind of like this incredible fever dream of a game that is so wild and out there. 
that is doing some like really cool stuff, especially for folks who are really engaging with games and in what they're doing. And I really need to either play or watch somebody play that game because um, I just want to know more about it, um, especially because yeah. it's getting all these accolades. Um, I think for me, I think, uh, I think for me, this is. I think we're Baldur's Gate. I I think for me it's it's Baldur's Gate here. I think my thought is whichever game gets this doesn't get Game of the Year and vice versa. Yes. Um, yes. And um, it's hard. I think overall, I think I think my pick for this is Baldur's Gate three. I think this is like creative creatively what it's doing and what it is trying to, you know, accomplish and what it does accomplish is so wild. I have played about 200 hours of Baldur's Gate and I have just started the second act. Like there's so much scope to that experience and so much freedom in how you engage with it that it is like so masterfully designed. I haven't seen Alan Wake too. If it, you know, meets what I've heard about it, it, it might be the better winner here. And then I think obviously Tears of the Kingdom is like, added so much it's so hard because here's the kingdom came out, came out so early in the year that it is it is um it is at a disadvantage i think here because of recency yeah. bias um in in a lot of ways it's hard to remember how like much that blew up the entire world when it came out um right. versus now i i think for me this is Baldur's gate three i think yeah, I think you've said it beautifully. I think you're, and I think you're right. This the between this category of game direction and game of the year, whoever doesn't win this will likely win. Between the two that you're kind of pulling for, whoever one doesn't win this one will win probably game of the year. And I think that is what I'm seeing from this. It's either Baldur's Gate three or Zelda that mm-hmm. take this, and then vice versa for game of the year is probably what's going to happen. Yeah, um, that's what happened with um, uh, Elden Ring and God of War. Mm-hmm. I think is uh, yeah Ragnarok or God of yeah God of War Ragnarok. Um, I man, it's so hard. So when you think of like best game directions, outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design, whereas game of the year, every game of the years can I go back and forth yeah, really fast. If that's yeah. okay. Game of the game of the year is defined as recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. So. I think in that regard, so thing that like you know, when I think of game direction, is really expounding the the scope of uh, of kind of what game design looks like, and really branching out and kind of like going into new frontiers or expanding in ways that had never been done before, like genre defining. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then game of the year is the game of the year that it's the game that overall people just like connected with and just felt like represents the it represents gaming as a whole for that year like what is the best game that's come out that just represents what gaming is and and a game that everyone truly loves not unanimously but you know for majority or, or not majority either just like kind of like well you you look at this game and like well it's not my favorite game but yes this represents gaming at the best right like yeah like liza p would probably be my game of the year if not for zelda though liza p is not gonna be everyone's favorite game you know what i mean not the same thing but regardless I think not to take your answer, Ryan, but I think you are right. I think that Baldur's Gate three will win this. Yep. In Gamers, because of how how crazy the scope is of the direction of that game, and like you said, you put two hundred hours in and you're in Act two already. So I feel like the the creative vision of the game is just 
ever encompassing more so than zelda honestly yeah you know zelda has done way more than it did in the first game but i don't think that now can i go to game of the year now yeah, if that's okay for sure. yeah please do. um I think that for Game of the Year, when you think about the best overall experience, yes, like when Zelda came out, it, it kind of blew up the world. Everyone was playing Zelda. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a game that everybody connected with because of how creative of an experience it was. You know what Zelda is, and it was just more of that plus two new areas in a whole new world that you'd already experienced once. Like it was already like, they, it was people saying like, I can't go back to Breath of the Wild because like, it, Breath, or, or Breath of the Wild felt like a tutorial for now tears of the kingdom which is like that's wild that is a wild that this game that came out seven years prior now feels like a tutorial in a game like breath of the wild that or tears of the kingdom that is like just ever encompassing this amazing experience um that expounds on what came before it which i guess you could say about this gate three too um this is really hard it's gonna be one or the other (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah um so yeah i think Baldur's gate three will win game direction um and then going to game of the year I mean, we already said it, right? But like, yeah. you know, we had Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. I, I, I do, as much as people, I think some people really hate how much it wins sometimes, but I do feel like Zelda will win because Zelda is, yeah. is always, it's a great game. It really is a yeah. great game. And I think that if they didn't expound on what they already expounded, like they didn't, push the limits even more so than they went the game before it wouldn't it wouldn't be winning game of the year but zelda consistently improves and zelda does and nintendo does such a great job of making sure that the next iteration of zelda every time is better than the one before it in some way shape or form whether it's gameplay or story or whatever it may be yeah um so yeah i think i think zelda takes game of the year yeah i i agree i completely agree i think what i think I don't think Zelda would be my personal game of the year, but I think it is the game yeah. which best identifies and like if you were to hold up take a game to, you know, like a hundred people, like Zelda's gonna be the one that people recognize and you know, it was, was such a technological a technological accomplishment to get that experience to run so perfectly with so many yep. moving parts that I think the only the only chance the only reason it wouldn't win is that recency bias i think it, because it came yeah, out so early yeah. in the year i think a lot of people like have these other games more fresh in their head and i haven't played alan wake i don't know how wild of an experience that is so it's hard to say right but of these games that i think like the majority of people like i think alan wake is probably more is like probably would be more successful with folks like us who really are dialed into the games industry and what games are going right. on. Whereas I think Legend of Zelda, like everyone in the entire world probably knows at least something about that or what it is, right? Right. And I think or played what, it. Or played it, exactly. Yeah, even folks who yeah. traditionally wouldn't wouldn't play games. Um, I think, yeah, I agree. I think Zelda's going to win. Yeah. I think, I think, and to give, as I'm sure there's, there, there, I imagine there's people listening or who aren't even listening, I feel this way, but like you can look at Zelda from a game direction standpoint and say, no, Zelda should win game direction and Baldur's Gate should win game of the year because Zelda has, has again, branched out this map, tripling the size of what it was in Breath of the Wild and then innovating travel within that game 
because of the the parts that you can put together and traverse the world and it really pushed game design in that in that way which i, I think is very valid yeah. i really yeah i really and then Baldur's gate has, has pushed what narrative games really look like and in interacting with with in, in other individuals and what characterization is has like i would definitely say that Baldur's gate 3 has more characterization than zelda does like you yeah. i'm like people definitely connect with those characters in Baldur's gate 3 more than link you know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. because you are Link, you're not in these characters. Baldur's Gate three are not. Yeah. Does that make sense? I, yeah, I, completely. I think it could be flipped for sure. For yeah. Some folks, yeah. There's a point to be made that could be flipped for sure. I think that just just knowing the games industry, Zelda always is always a standout. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't win, I I would be really surprised. But again, I think Baldur's Gate three would would it would make sense. It, yeah. it would be it would be something that would make sense to me. I think that would be. Totally deserving. Um, I, I want to play Alan Wake 2 so badly. I think that it, it looks like an amazing game. I don't think it would win over these other two. Spider-Man, Mario, and Resident Evil, I don't think should be... I don't think I look at those games and say, yes, you are the the, the pinnacle of gaming in 2023. I don't see that yeah. at all for any of those three. Yeah. Um, respectfully, I'm not saying they're bad by any means, but like when I think of the best, I think of, I'm thinking of Zelda, or I'm thinking of Baldur's Gate 3, and I think Zelda pulls it away just a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. We've been recording for two hours. I know, that's wild. What were you going to say? Sorry. (laughs) I was going to say, like, what a great year for games. So many cool games. And so many games that we haven't even got a chance to play. I I know. uh, I want to play all of these games and play so much more of the games that I already have. I think, like, uh, I guess a benefit of Zelda is that it came out at a time where it was, like, the only thing out there and also completely captured everyone's consciousness in a way that these other games... I just haven't had the time to fully devote to them as much right. as I would like, as much as like Legend of Zelda like held my full attention for a period of time, and the same with these other games I just haven't had a chance to, but really want to. But they feel very daunting and overwhelming, um, to, yeah. and, and yeah. time and time and time. Um, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Wow. Storygoers, thanks for listening. As always, this has been a crazy. We didn't do our character wheel, obviously. Uh, two hours in, but maybe we'll do one if we can. Yeah, we'll see if we can fit a little fun character wheel in because we'll see what the month yeah. looks like. We had a good one, a good topic, so yeah. it would be good to yeah. use if we yeah. can. Um, but let us know what your thoughts are on Game of the Year and all the categories. What did you think? Did we get this right? Are we totally off base? We would love to know. Email us your thoughts, feelings, and perspectives to talesfromthecartridge at gmail.com. All of the E's are threes. You can also find us on our social media by leaving a voicemail or a text at 207 or answer the poll down below if you're on Spotify. I think one of the polls will be what are your what's your game of the year? Yeah. Um, which one do you think should win? I think that'd be really interesting. And why should it have been Liza P? Because it's so good. Liza P's so good. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I, I hope everyone enjoys uh, the Game Awards yeah. Thursday at 8 o'clock. We aren't yeah. sponsored. But man, Jeff, you really should get on your A game. Cause, please sponsor us. Please. Yeah. Oh, man. Can you imagine us on the stage at the Game Awards? I'd be pooping my pants. <laughs> It'd be a stressful time. It'd be a stressful time. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be really scary. Yeah. Um, Whew, yeah wow okay well hopefully everyone enjoyed this uh hopefully have more episodes out this month but regardless whether we talk to you now or next month in january in the new year uh everyone have a safe holiday season whether you're celebrating or not everyone be safe everyone uh take care good luck buying all your gifts all that good stuff uh and we'll see you in the next episode bye bye